Ah, what's going on there, guys? Uh, day three of your 12 days of replays. Stale bread, as I like to call it. And uh, this particular one was a, a real doozy, a fun one for me. Jeremy Borash, Jeremy Borash, he's for me to say, from TNA. Old friend of mine, ring announcer, backstage interview, play-by-play guy. Jeremy is a jack-of-all-trades, very talented, underratedly talented man. And uh, Jeremy and I, uh, good friends, go way back. And um, we, I don't know, he was doing something uh, in town, and then uh, we connected literally, kind of like it happened with Van Dam the day before. And uh, he came in studio here, and we had a blast. Jeremy was on the show for a couple of segments. So we have that for you here in this, uh, this gimmicky, this nub deal. So uh, hope you guys enjoy it during this holiday season. Uh, day three, Jeremy Borash on the gimmick here. So enjoy it. 12 days of replay coming at you. From the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn, the one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook, try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too, better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about, and he's got one question I'll inform you about. Like, you're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. Oh, oh. oh happy Friday. Happy effing Friday. Everybody's happy it's Friday. The whole BS. Sick of it. Happy Friday. Shut up. Just listen or watch the show. I don't want to hear about your Friday. But welcome. Have an action-packed two hours for you guys. And welcome to the Taz Show. Action-packed Jones. Tweeted earlier. As you guys know, this is not a guest-driven show, the Taz Show, like all these other shows. They need guests, so they have tons of guests. Not the Taz Show, uh-uh. Taz Show is topic-driven, opinionated, sophomoricism, jocularity. Don't need guests. I don't need no stinking guest. Are you kidding me? But in this episode, we happen to have two guests. Um, so, uh, it's a rare thing. When's the last time we had guests here, Captain? It's been a while. Oh, it's been like since the last time you had a day off. Yeah. Long time. Yeah, long, long, long. Here's the Captain. You saw uh, the Viking himself, the Robbie. The Robbie? Yeah, the Robbie was there, yeah. Robbie's in the house, yeah. There you go. Uh, look, so you want to interact with the show, and I'll tell you who the guest on a second if you're not following the Twitter. Attention hotline fans. Very simple, 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-29er. Uh, yeah, so in this particular episode of the Taz Show, this you know, Friday edition, not one but two guests, we welcome live in studio in the next segment probably, that's JB, Jeremy Borash, my man JB from TNA Wrestling. JB will be here live in Technicolor on the show. That's, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. JB and I go way back. Spent a, had a lot of last, spent a lot of time in TNA together, obviously. So, uh, very talented guy, and 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 all the stuff with the Matt Hardy at the Hardy Compound, the Delete Decay, Delete, Delete, delete all that. Well, JB's a big part of that. So, is JB bringing Roman candles? I hope he shoots me right in the <laughs> ear hole, which just like really, and then takes a, a flapjack and cracks me right across the face with it. That would be awesome. <laughs> So yeah, JB will be in the studio. He's in he's in New York for some stuff. He's got some stuff lined up. 
You know, he's got to see some people. He's cooking something up. (laughs) (laughs) Inside Joke Jones. Well, JB will tell you in a little bit. But anyway, so JB will be on the show live in the studio. uh, And he's, like I said, from TNA. It's not like TNA uh, is in the news at all. So uh, will you stop? I'll get into that in a little bit, too. Uh, Also, the other guest on the show. uh, Yes, um, the one and only, the Vampiro. Yes, Vampiro will be on the show. Most of you might remember Vampiro from the WCW days. So Vampiro will be on the, the Skype, we, we think. Uh, Vampiro will be on the show via Skype. That's we'll get, the plan, right? Yeah, we'll get into that in a little while. We think he'll be on the show. No, he'll be on the show uh, via Skype. And uh, those might know uh, Vampiro as the color commentator for Lucha Underground. Lucha. So we have that in this particular episode. Uh, so it's going to be a loaded show. Also, I have the phone lines, as I said, so you guys can call if you want to talk about wrestling. There's no pay-per-view Sunday, right? now, right? No, there's the two Evolve events this weekend, though. Right, right, right. We talked a little bit about that yesterday down in Florida. If you guys are down there, uh, one in Orlando, one in Ebor City, which is in Tampa. So check them out. Uh, that's this weekend. Uh, go support Evolve. I mean, you got to do that. I'm telling you, they do a great job. So if you're in the Florida region... And you survived the hurricane. Hurricane, thank God. Go see the uh, evolve. Um, what else? Other house cleaning um, business. The Taz Show online store is still open. Some folks would say, "Why? Why does it have to close?" Well, because that's the way a lot of these online stores are structured. There, you see the lower third because they have the best video director in streaming video. Taz Show online stores. You can find it at uh, Taz Show Live Twitter account. It's pinned to the top. The link to the store. There's a lot of Under Armour products. There might be one Nike product. I don't know. Yes, do you have something to say, Robbie? You look like you're looking at me and you want to say something. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm, I'm, like intently, I'm intently listening to the store details. I'm, I'm riveting. I'm riveting. 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 <laughs> riveting radio. <laughs> like my initials. All right. <laughs> okay. So anyway, it's time to use initials. I, I don't care about your initials. I don't care if your initials are ASS. <laughs> do you realize that? I don't care. Slamming bods and beyond. Just don't aggravate my nuts. I'm telling you that right now. Robbie's like, God, day two of this. It's a free-for-all Friday. And the captain just sits there, Giddy Jones, laughing away. I keep away. getting peppered with Seinfeld comments. <laughs> Had video Brian come on a second ago, go, just in streaming video, I'm the best. Oh, just. I knew that. <laughs> I knew Brian was going to get ticked at that. That's why I said it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I knew that was bottom. him. You know why? And that's what I like about Brian. He's competitive. He wants to be on top. He wants to win in life. That's what he's about. I don't want to get paid to lose. I want to win. That's what he is. That's why Brian and I get along. Unlike the rest of you guys here, who are fine with being on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, a roaring 2. That high? (laughs) The captain, bro, you know. That's your life. That's how you are. There's a good chance, because no one knows where you're going. You, you know, you're quitting the show for people that don't know. Cap is leaving. Might be changing my identity altogether. No, no you're going to go. I, I was thinking about this. You're not going anywhere better or bigger than this. No, you're not. You're going, you're probably going to do like, you're probably going back to college to do college radio again. <laughs> Why not? And not at your school, Seton Hall, that was the, the best radio station, but probably some like Lowlander jobber school radio. Just to say, you know what? It's easy. I don't have to deal with this. Ass Tasman. Just made me think of when you ripped on community college a few months back. <laughs> yeah, remember that? That yeah. wasn't right. I shouldn't have did that. That was messed up. Robbie just laughed. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know why I did that. Sometimes I just have these outbursts. 
Okay, what was I talking about? Oh, the store. Yeah, the online store. So look, if you want to buy any stuff, I don't make any money on this stuff, guys. You know, I don't I don't care. I look, I got I don't I don't make money in this. And I don't. I you know, I could have had them mark the stuff up, you know, money making Jones. That's not my style. I don't care if you go on there and you buy nothing. How about that? I don't care if you go on there and you say, you know what, Taz? F you in your store. Don't buy anything. But if you want, there's some nice stuff on there. That's what I'm saying. And there is. So uh, there's some nice jacket, the the, uh, the uh, polo shirts. If you want to wear it, be fancy Dan with a collar, you could do that. You got maybe a T-shirt, an underwicking style, different than the stuff that Pro Wrestling Tees has. Or clothesline. That's my official online apparels there, hats and shirts and whatnot, all sorts of carnage. But um, you could go. Carnage? Yes. You could go to the at Taz Show Live gimmick Schnabitz Twitter. I think I just gave the wrong address again. At Taz Show Live is the right Twitter. Listen, listen. Lose the attitude. I'm telling you right now. Telling you you're right. Lose the attitude, sir. It's too late for that. I know you're leaving the show and you're quitting. And I know the last day you're going to just cut a promo on me. Or when I leave the studio. And you're editing the podcast version of the show, which is not even a podcast version anymore, by the way. There's a new rule. There's a new rule. It's called the on-demand version. Yes. Yes. That's what it's called. It's no more this podcast version. (laughs) The P word. No more. That's gone. It's the on-demand version. Let's get into the frickin' 2017 here. That's where we're at. Almost. Uh, yeah, right. I'm, 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 you know, I'm ahead of all these people. Streaming video, live, audio, friggin' VOD, you know, the whole thing. Now, on-demand audio. I see how quick I changed? You saw that, right? Both of you guys. Yes. Very impressive, yeah. Robert's like, this guy's good. This is why he won an award. Yeah, that's Correct. right. <laughs> Correct. Look, he's already, he's already tapping out. And Brian's chirping at you. I hear him. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Brian. Tough guy behind my back. Uh, it was Johnny. Oh, it's Johnny. <laughs> About some, some of the behind-the-curtain stuff. Oh, behind-the-scene Jones on Inside Baseball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you could go on the gimmick there, and you go uh, on the website, and you could buy some of this stuff if you want. The store is closed. I don't even know when. It's closing soon. The date's on the store. When you go to the store, you could see the date that it's closing. It's automatic. I don't close it. It's an automatic thing. I, there's someone at the uh, Squad Locker. That's the name of the company. They're up in New England somewhere. And they... Uh, they're the ones that control it, and they. Have, I don't look. I've never ordered from them. Yes, it's closing nine days from today. Okay, I've never ordered from them. There's a good chance this stuff will suck. I'm just telling you that right now. But the the picture on the store online, it all looks cool. They, they know how to sell. They, but there's a good chance <laughs> you're gonna get it, and the logo is gonna fall off after a day. Or maybe it's not even a shirt; it's, it's just not, a picture of the shirt. Dude, that, that could happen. <laughs> Nobody sells things like me, boy. (laughs) Nobody sells things like me. Mm -mm -mm. That's how I do it. All right, so enough about the store. So there you go on that. Uh, What else we got? Um, Slamming bods and beyond. Okay, let's get a little baseball talk because, you know, as I've said before, baseball this time of year is, you know, when it matters. This is when it matters. All those months, you, you wasted your time and money. You really did. There's no, because it meant nothing. Now is when it, that's why they call me Mr. October. That's my new nickname. Actually, no one's ever been called that, ever. I, I easy. Robbie's like, oh, yes. Yes, Reggie Jackson. Did you say October or Rocktober? Yeah, Rocktober. No, I'm October, Mr. October, because I'm born in October. And because I like the name. So for baseball season, next year at this time, the show won't be here. But if it is, okay. 
I looked at Robbie. He went like this. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that. So he's like, yeah, that's a good point, Taz. You're probably right. It'll be, it'll be on. You're right again. <laughs> Will it be podcast or on demand? Okay. See, now, wise ass Jones. See, that, sir, is not a good way to, to embrace my audience. They're tough. I'm not endearing myself. To you're not. Audience. You're not. And they're starting to find out your Twitter handle. I saw that. <laughs> And they're starting to find you. I woke up to a couple of notifications this morning. Yes. I said, here we go. Yes. And we need to change that Twitter. If you make it through the rain and you're on the show. I'll change it. The Viking need to put put in there. Anything you want. Creative control. Goes to you. Oh, God almighty. This guy. He's becoming a typical yes man. I love him. (laughs) I love him. Oh, he'll fit right in here. That's all Taz wants. Yes, man. Yeah, you're right. I'm like Vince. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, I spent about four months saying yes, Taz, right? You did. Like a wise ass. So anyway, look. <laughs> the uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers, I'm very happy about this. Uh, uh, Washington Nationals, uh, thanks for coming. Take care. We'll see you down the road. Yeah, the Dodgers knocked them out. Okay, four to three. A lot of Mets fans uh, like me. Well, I, sh- I don't want to say I'm falling this wor- role of a lot of Mets fans. I know Robbie's a Mets fan here. And I'll ask Robbie's opinion in a minute. But I know a lot of Mets fans are happy that the Nats lost because we don't like the Nats. Not just that, it's because of Daniel Murphy. I, Me, I'm not one of those Met guys that, that hated on Daniel Murphy or wanted to see them lose. I think Daniel Murphy's a great player, and I'm a huge fan. I, I wish he was still with the Mets, obviously, but um, I wasn't rooting against the Nats because of Murphy. Were you? Yes, I was. Okay. I don't think the organization is hurt by it. I think the fans would have been hurt if Murphy would have won it. Just the, kind of the optics of it. I know, but I just don't understand why. It's just, I mean, I understand, but I don't agree why so many Mets fans hate on the guy because he couldn't come to terms. Well, I think they loved him, so now they hate him. I think oh. that's, that's kind of the... Dichotomy. It's like a relationship. Yeah, that's kind of the uh, relationship there. I love you, honey. Well, I'm breaking up with you. Now I hate you. Like that? Is that what you mean? Well, I mean, he did have the greatest postseason any hitter could ever have last year. I mean, I wasn't in here with you for the show, but we talked about it off the air before the show, how great it must have been in here when the Mets were on their run last year. We had a blast in here. It was uh, it was a party. Oh, yeah. No, you had to see it when the Mets were doing their run. Remember, Captain? It was Noisemakers. Oh, yeah. Streamers. We brought in a goat. Had the goat run around with an orange hat on. It was hysterical. You got to see it. So four and a half hours last night, Taz, for that game. Nine innings. I know. Four and a half hours. The longest postseason game. You and I were talking about this, the Robbie the Viking. <clears throat> longest postseason baseball game in the history of the game, dude? Uh, longest nine inning postseason baseball game in terms oh. of time elapsed. Semantic Jones. I see what's going on there. Okay. So because you, know, you could have some postseason games that are extra innings. Of course, yeah. The longest nine. How many? Four hours and one? Four hours and 32 minutes, I believe. Sometimes I do this show and I feel like this show is eight hours and 32 minutes. Sometimes you get tweets from people saying, I wish this show was eight hours and 32 minutes. <laughs> I do get that. That's true. That's true. So congratulations to the Dodgers. Okay. They eliminated the... Um, the Nationals, and now the Dodgers will face the Cubs in Game 1 for the NLCS National League Championship Series for you jobbers out there. Saturday, Nub Jones at 8 p.m. Eastern. I am rooting for the Cubs all the way all the way in this whole thing. I'm rooting for the Cubs. Uh, Captain, who are you rooting for in this whole thing? Pulling for the Indians. Wow, look at this guy. And what about you? I'm pulling for the Indians. I picked them to win it, so... Oh, Braggadocious Jones. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going with the Indians. Right now, Lee means like... And Taz hit me with a lot of Jones. Is like, because I think he's trying to build the video oh, to make it even bigger, like or it's maybe just, a volume two. I think he, I think volume two would be better. Didn't I he do. call the last one volume one though? He might have. <laughs> I, I, he's the guy so talented, the lean mean. 
Yeah. Some of the usual suspects uh, have been communicating with me a little bit offline, in, in essence, giving me a breakdown of uh, you, Robbie the Viking. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Scout, a scouting report? Or? All I'm going to say is... Uh, don't buy rent. That's all I'm saying. That's, uh, that's fair yes. Enough. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. At least it's not sell, sell, sell. <laughs> My stamina isn't what it used to. Excuse me. <laughs> I have a kernel in my throat. I mean, like a popcorn. <laughs> I'm not into kernels. No offense to them. But anyway, so um, <laughs> what the hell? So there were a little hockey news. Uh, the Islanders and the Rangers a New York, New York uh, hockey battle. I, I watched like a minute of this game. I wanted to watch it. Then I was watching the Broncos a little bit, and I'll get to that with the uh, with the Chargers. And I watched Baseball Jones. And, and so I, I wanted to watch the freaking Islanders and the Rangers, and I couldn't. You know, so early. But anyway, the Rangers won. So they won 5-3 to three over the Islanders. So that's, are you a Ranger, Robbie, fan or an Islander fan? What do you uh, I'm actually neither one. Oh, great. That's awesome. You'll fit right in there because we talk hockey every day. <laughs> Captain, right? Oh, of course. Maybe you haven't noticed there's some Ranger paraphernalia on the show here. and maybe well, I love hockey, but I hate the Rangers. Well, okay. Well, what fan of the team? Are you in... Oh, what? Well, my two, well, my two grandparents are from Montreal, so I root for the Canadians, the most prestigious franchise in oh. all of hockey. No one cares. Okay, so I understand what's going on here. You're not American when it comes to hockey. That's correct. I'm proud to be an American. I'm also proud to be a, a fan of Montreal. Because of your grandparents. Correct. So you're one of those people that tries to gravitate to a team and try to find any little thing to make it make sense logically that you're a fake captain gets he's cracking up. Anything to connect you to that team. That's what that was with the grandparents line. I'm just telling you. That's that very well may be the case. But what why do people do that? God, why do you like that, dude? Why can't you just like a team because you like their colors or their logo or there was a guy that you like playing from? But it's got to be because your grandparents are both from Canada. Well, in, in basketball, for example, I like San Antonio because my uncle played with David Robinson, the great all-time uh, basketball you, Now you're going to explain to me who David Robinson is? I've met him twice. Wow. Yeah, number 50. Anything else you want to talk about? That's two more times than I have. Yeah, you damn skippy hippie. So I'm telling you right now, be careful, bro. I know a lot about a little bit of stuff. And that's one of them, David Robinson. So, uh... The Admiral, the Colonel, I mean, what's going on? Hey, see now, hold on a minute. Slow down. I'm just saying, you know, please, don't don't F up here on the show, all right? That's all I'm telling you. You got it. That's my job. <laughs> the little NCAA football, little college football. You guys know I'm a big college football fan. So the Duke Blue Devils are going to go at it with Louisville tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. You know, Louisville's got that quarterback, Lean Mean Jones. Uh, he's the kid is lean, tall, fast. Was never re- I'm trying to remember his name, and I can't. Kid's a stud uh, from Louisville. Someone GTS, help me, please. We got nine thousand guys in the studio. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Thank. What's his name? Lamar Jackson. Thank you very much, sir. And the kid, it was not recruited heavily out of high school. None of the stuff. No hype, Jones. And he comes in to a program like Louisville and tears it up. This kid is legit. Therefore, I think Duke's in trouble tonight. Duke's a, Duke's got a good program. I mean, they're known Duke is obviously known for their basketball, but for those that don't know, they're also known for their lacrosse. They have a great lacrosse program for many years. and uh, <clears throat> But in football, they've really been turning up the past couple of years. I think Louisville takes them out. Um, I quarterback's legit. <clears throat> also, uh, tomorrow, uh, a few notable games. 
Uh, the Wolfpack, North Carolina State, will play Clemson at 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, my Nebraska Cornhuskers will play Indiana at 3.30 Eastern uh, tomorrow. Also, the Crimson Tide, Alabama, will go against Tennessee. It's a pretty good game. It's uh, 3.30. Dixie Carter from TNA Wrestling, who's being sued. Uh, she uh, is a old Miss Rebel. She's, uh, you know, she went over there to that school. So she's a big old Miss supporter. They're playing uh, Mr. Arkansas's Arkansas Razorbacks. We heard Mr. Arkansas call yesterday. Oh, he uh, was great. Yeah, he loved he loved uh, Brett Billman, the coach. Oh, yes. So uh, that was nice. Let's look, see, he's trying to get over with the, with the Mr. Arkansas. Because he noticed Arkansas buried you. You noticed that, right? No way. Mr. Arkansas loves everyone in this world. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Ohio State Buckeyes, they are playing Wisconsin Badgers in a Big Ten uh, battle. That'll be an 8 p.m. game. I think the Buckeyes are just running the table with everybody, to be honest with you. They're going to be tough to beat. So, uh, anyway, according to a recent survey here, the captain put a good note here in his run sheet, by the way. 62% of Ohio natives think that the Ohio State Buckeyes can beat the Cleveland Browns. Yes. How embarrassing would that be if you play for the Browns? That a, 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 a chunk of college kids also awesome athletes, come in and beat the Browns. There is no way in hell the Cleveland Browns would ever sign up for that game. It's a lose-lose for them. If they beat them, well, you beat a bunch of kids. But Why do you got to bully them? Yeah, but then if they do the job, it's like, oh, you lost to the Buckeyes. <laughs> really? And Ohio State, they're like, yeah, we'll take them all because if they lose, they got nothing to lose. Oh, they're grown-ass men with beards. But then again, a lot of these college kids have full-grown beards and families and kids. So that's a whole other story, yeah. There are some kids that are sophomores in college, and they're like uh, 26 years old. That happens. Uh, yeah, Redshirt Jones, they call that. Redshirt Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I Thank like you. that one. Like, every once in a while, I bring a good one. That's how it is over here. All right, so then we go into the uh, whatever. I don't want to talk about UFC. Then we'll talk a little bit about um, uh, a little bit of uh, actually a little bit of uh, wrestling stuff here. So I made a little snide joke about, you know, a, a possible... Um, Thing that's not possible, thing that's going on here with TNA. And then when JB comes in, I'll talk to JB, just get his opinion on it if he has one. I'm sure he does, but we'll see what he says. But TNA president Billy Corgan, for those that don't know, has filed a lawsuit against Impact Wrestling. Parent company Impact Ventures, Dixie Carter, Dixie's husband, Serge, and TNA CFO Dean Broadhead. This is heavy. Okay, I know all these people involved. I don't know Billy, but I know Dean. Um, I, I know Serge, you know, Dixie's husband. I obviously know Dixie. Um, First and foremost, I want to say, those three people, as far as people, are all really nice people. I've, I've, I, for the most part, uh, with definitely with Serge and Dean, uh, he was the CFO. I've had, you know, great relations with, and always got along great with. Uh, always had great conversation with, especially Dean. You know, we used to talk college football all the time, and I never had a problem with Dean. Uh, Dean Broadhead, this is so. Um, Dixie, uh, you know, I always got along with her, but obviously when things were going on with money, well, my money and all that, then it was a little bit of an issue, but that happens in business. But I have nothing against Dixie. I really don't. I mean, I, she's a very nice person. And I feel bad that all this stuff has happened down there. Again, I can't speak much on Billy Corgan because C- C- I don't know him that well. I've met him once or twice. I don't know him, so I don't want to pass judgment on him. But all I know is this sounds really messy, and this is tough. You know, because I, I want to know, like, the mindset of the wrestlers, you know, because I think first as a wrestler, like, that's a tough thing right there. You know, when, when, when there's this type of infighting, now it's, someone's getting sued and injunctions are being filed, and you got to go and perform, and now you have a social media account, and people are tweeting you, 
oh, your boss is suing his other boss, and this. It's like you know, I'm just saying it. it, it, it you get abused as a talent and you did nothing wrong like you know and now it's shaky grounds for a lot of these people it's just a tough thing all the way through you know i I feel bad for everybody involved but yet tna i feel still putting on the tv show has been very good as of late i've been watching a little bit more than i used to you know as you guys know i wasn't really watching a lot i wasn't talking about it that much but what really got me involved with watching tna a little bit more lately is the stuff at the hardy compound with matt and jeff you know, delete, decay, all that stuff, all the stuff they've been doing has been badass. I put it over out here, the, the two that I loved it. And when JB jumps in here in a few minutes on the show, live with me in the studio, I want to talk to JB because maybe a lot of you guys don't know, some might. You know, JB is a big part of that whole gimmick with the Hardys behind the scenes from a production standpoint, creative and all that stuff. So I want to pick JB's brain and talk to him about that because I'm really just so... um. You know, I want to know what inspired it all. It's obviously got that B-movie, horror movie feel. You know, it's got that Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel, which is just awesome. But I, I want to just pick JB's brain on it. And don't worry, JB will put himself over. That's what he does. Um, and, then, and then I have to give you, warn you guys ahead of time. When JB's on and he and I are talking, there will be a lot of shots and sarcasm thrown at each other. That's what happens, uh, and it's all in fun. I can promise. It's just it's as as someone just recently said of fame. It's locker room banter. Will you stop? <laughs> Does anybody get the joke in this room? Come on. <laughs> Does anyone follow the politics? Come on. I thought there'd be a little bit of a pop in the room instead I had <laughs> the captain and the pirate looking at me. The captain. The captain and the Viking looking at me like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and what is that? Like, what are you looking at? What, what, you know, locker room stuff. You get it? Ha-ha. It's just a joke. I get jokes. Crooked, yeah. Crooked JB. This this is crooked <laughs> JB. <laughs> Someone got the joke. There you go. So. <laughs> that's funny. He's low energy. He's low energy, yeah. No, no, no. JB and I, well, we'll, we'll have a lot of fun. And he, um... You know, he's a little bit of a quick-witted guy. We, JB, myself, and Mike today have had many sit-downs in the announcer trailer, which it was basically my trailer at, at the Universal at the Universal gimmick at, in Orlando. And I used to let Mike and JB kind of hang out there sometimes. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? That's how it was done. And I, you know, and I said, look, guys, we could call it the announcer's trailer. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Because we didn't have locker rooms there. It was like, it's the Universal Studios. There were pictures of you all over the place, right? Well, there was. Posters, you know, fatheads, all that. You know, so yeah, of course. I mean, but it was my trailer. And I think JB will admit that when he comes in. I, I actually have to ask him that. <laughs> there was no pictures of Carson Daly or, t- oh, or Taylor see, Swift. now, look at this guy. <laughs> look at this smart ass. You got to be a wise ass. You got to come in and bring jokes. Robbie... The Viking. You're just not going to learn. You're not going to learn. I'm going to kick your ass. Just don't get it. So anyway, <laughs> he's just sitting there lying and laughing. Little Robbie, <laughs> just sitting there smirking away <laughs> with his golden gopher hat on. So anyway, so what was I talking about? Your trailer at TNA. Thank you. Yeah, so it's my trailer, Captain. Correct, sir. It was my trailer. Good job. Nobody else's trailer. I let JB and, and Tanae sit in there, and we had a lot of fun. We used to laugh our ass off in there. No, we really did. We had a great time. I mean, just during the day and stuff, and um, a lot of less. You got JB and Tanae together, Mike Tanae, it's some funny stuff. Because they are two sarcastic, miserable bastards. And it's funny. <laughs> Bro, I'm not kidding you. I'm talking about funny. I can imagine. 
It's the typical play-by-play guy thing. All these play-by-play guys and, and announcers that are supposedly quote-unquote straight men, you know, from the Jim Rosses to the Joey Styles, um, oh my God! To, to the to the uh, to the JBs, to the Mike Tenays, to the Todd Grishams. These guys, I must. Oh, Michael Cole too. These guys are all on air like straight man Jones and all professional. Yeah, and they're all degenerate bums. Nasty, sarcastic, miserable bastards. You mean that in a nice way? Yeah, right? I don't mean that in a bad way towards any of them. I don't want I don't want you to be excluded from any Hall of Fames for that. Oh comment. no, maybe degenerate's a hard word. That's a wrong word. Wow. A couple of degenerates from a gambling perspective. <laughs> that I think you can connect. But but a few of them are not a few, but all of them. All of them. They were my friends. Well, they were my friends. Uh, they, <laughs> they all give it all, a little time. They might not be listening live right now. They it might, is on demand. That's right, sir. Good job. So it's on demand. Uh, they, yeah, but they're all angry and miserable and nasty and snide and swarmy and sarcastic and other s words. All of them. And that's why I love those guys. I understand where they're coming from. Why be happy? When in a couple of minutes, something's going to piss you off anyway. Seriously, there's no reason. There's no reason. Slamming bods and beyond. So anyway, I got to take a call to the phone lines are jammed. A lot of people calling the show. They want to talk to me. I got to go to break soon, too. I got a lot going on. It's a busy show. It's a Friday edition. And happy Friday, you son of a bitch bastards. All of you. Happy Friday. Hey, uh, Janet and Joe from Ackley. You're on the Taz Show. What's going on, buddy? Good gimmick, Taz. <laughs> What's up there? How's things in Akron? Hey, didn't you uh, did you get the gimmick job at the new janitor spot you were trying to get at the university? I sure did. You know the uh. Uh, interview and every all the tips and tricks you've uh, taught me the last couple weeks. The interview went without a hitch. And you got so the gig. Congratulations. Uh, I got the kick. Congratulations, Janet and Joe. Yes, another Taz Show success story. Thanks to me, I inspire, I, I inject positivity into people. And you know what? Janet and Joe. Janet and Joe, nobody gives a rat's ass that you got the job, but we on the Taz Show, we care. No one cares. So that's great. Good job, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, Captain, ahoy. Ahoy. And if I may, Guten Tag, Viking Rob. <laughs> no? That's, that's, that's good. That's good. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I, I, I did it. You heard it here first, folks. I, oh, I, was, I, I don't even know what the F you said, but that was cool. <laughs> Say it again. What is it like? Are you speaking like German? What was that? Yeah. Uh, I forget the vernacular for it, but it's uh, Viking language. Oh, okay. uh, Guten Tag. Oh, Guten Tag. Because I, you know... On the show, because it is on demand, I would never be able to say Guten Morgan. No, you would never do that. But I used to be gluten-free. I lasted a day, and it was tough. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you. Will you stop? All right, what do you want to talk about, buddy? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, kind of give my uh, farewells to uh, Captain. I'm not sure uh, if yeah. I'll, you know, with this new job and this new gimmick, I'm not sure if I'd be able to call in like I can here. But yeah. well, uh, you got the big university. You got a lot of toilets at that university. Well, yeah, I mean, at this particular university, we got a lot of golden uh, golden sinks and oh, golden I get toilets. The ins- and inside Baseball Jones. I know what school you're at. So, let's not mention the golden showers. <laughs> hopefully, it's not anyway. a, hopefully it's not a community college. <laughs> no, no, that's not. That's oh, not. no, no. No, he said flashes, bro. You don't you know what school? Oh, oh, can, oh. oh easy. Come on. 
Easy. Hey, babe, hey, babe, hey, babe. Yeah, okay. You're not allowed to say that, Janet. Say that K-word, word. K-word, That's K-word. right, K-word. That a boy. He understands. Please get to your point, sir. I got to go to break. What's up? Come on, I got a guest. JB's coming in. He's getting pissed. He's waiting. He's here. Uh, he's here. Well, okay, great. Well, that's because of Janet and Joe. Joe, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, that's just about it. I wanted to let you know that I've taken, uh, taken a job and wanted to say hello to Viking Rob and welcome him to the uh, show almost. And, almost. you know, have a great weekend. All right, buddy. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks, have a man. great hopefully, weekend. Hopefully I'll do less cleaning up here than you do. Janet <laughs> <laughs> and Joe right there, ladies and gentlemen. All right, look, we're going to have a break. We're late to break, as usual. All the side of break, and I'll try to get the guys on a call. you got to try and hang on on the phone, I should say. you got to try and hang on. All the side of break, we'll have uh, Jeremy Borash in studio live. We'll hang out with JB, talk it up with the kid a little bit. And uh, we'll be right back on the Taz Show. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Jarvis, we're back here. Friday edition Taz Show, streaming and streaming live. Thanks for checking the show out live at TazShow.com. Maybe you're watching it, maybe you're listening to it. Later on, we'll be on Facebook Live in the fourth quarter like we do every day. Maybe you listen to the on-demand audio version of the show. You could be doing that. That's You're doing that at iTunes, at Play It. Maybe you're doing that at Spotify. Maybe you're doing that tuning. I got every effing platform there is because I am over like Rover. Absolutely. Okay, and that's the deal. So I have my special guest who already pissed me off in the studio during the break. He upset me already. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, uh, you know, Jeremy Borash, JB. Taz, a pleasure. Wow. JB. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Sit down. Everybody sit down. That's, that, that's a loud audience. Ooh, wow. I'm begging yeah, the Please, everybody. We, nine, oh, we, got, we got a show to do here. We got 9,000 producers. You think one can get the level right, but I digress. By the way, let me talk about your producers real quick, because they uh, they work with you every day. God yeah. bless them. Um, first of all, are these guys on Suicide Watch yet or they, not? They, they're, there's problems. There's okay. We're on the 44th floor. They could obviously take I'm a I'm on big, my way out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for the chains to the chairs. No. <laughs> the, the, cap, the, the captain, I my heard. man with the beard, he, he quit. I heard. Yeah, oh, you heard. Yeah, it's yeah. big news in the business. I know, but he did quit. He he's been on the show eight months, bro. The guy he's going to take a job making less money. Yeah. and working less. Hey, Walmart's not a bad place to work, but that's fine because it's better. He'll be happy. <laughs> Working with you, that's I can't believe that. Robbie the Viking is jumping in the game, and Robbie, that is going to be rough. Robbie and, the Viking. And, by the way, uh, the gentleman that came and got me outside. That's Handsome Johnny. Handsome Johnny. Um, yeah. On the way in said, you get, you look like Ronnie Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, no, I've never been told that in my life. That's insane, Wait. bro. He, he's nuts, dude. He's, he's, <laughs> a, he's a kid that vapes all the time. He's at the clubs. He's always playing grab ass with broads. And he, you know, he chases tail left and right. Uh. And, and he drinks a lot of Grey Goose. And okay. that, he's at the club dancing. He's got his own intro music, too. Uh, he's, uh, Are we talking about him or Mike Tanay here? We're talking about JP, listen, I was putting you over in, fr- in segment one. I don't know why, but I did. Um, yeah, and I, you know, look, you, you're you're one of the, one of the more witty guys. A lot of people don't realize, like, from behind the st- if you're not behind the scenes, like a lot of I told about play by play guys. How like a lot. I don't know if you heard me, but in a, a esteemed green room, but a lot of play by play guys in the business are looked at as true straight men business guy like yourself or Tanay or Jim Ross or Michael Cole and the list goes on and on Josh Matthews all you guys but yet 
what people don't realize is that you guys are all swami, sarcastic, arrogant, nasty pricks. And I mean that in a loving way. You know what I mean? So am I right or wrong? You know all these guys. Sorry, is there a mirror in the room anywhere here? <laughs> oh, boy, we, geez, come on. Can now. we? <laughs> Will you stop? Come on now. So uh, listen. Please, the I would say uh, many of them wear it with a with a badge of honor that we are, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, Mike today is the most miserable, <laughs> uh, the most miserable traveler I've ever seen. The worst. The worst, the worst. and inspiring. <laughs> and you've inspired me too, Taz. Now, when I go through the airports, I don't stop for anyone. I just blow right oh, through them. Your whole thing, if you oh, stop geez. in the middle of an airport, stop the flow, you just run right into people, right? Yes, you told God. me you did this. Uh, well, today, and uh, not to, Joey Styles actually. Joey JoJo! Joey is a guy who's also told this story publicly. Publicly. And and he's a nasty prick too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, oh, loving the way. nastiest. Yeah, he is the worst. Oh my god! He really I is. mean, he puts you, you and me to shame. Well, at least me to shame. <laughs> um, but he's a. I love Joey. Joey's the best. I love Mike today. No, no, no. I, I I was saying I had a lot of fun all the years we worked together in TNA in the announcers trailer with me, you and Mike, and I was telling these boys that. It was actually my trail. Let's be honest. I let you guys hang out there. Right. I mean, uh, you know, and, and sometimes I would actually ask some of you guys to just get out. Which yeah. is funny because I actually have my own dressing room too, Taz. Oh, the, you, by where? The, by the makeup room. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I would actually Double ask you if I could come in and hang out for a little while. Oh. Then you would throw me out and claim it was your own. I forgot. Yeah, you had, and you were able to do your own laundry in that dressing room, if uh, I yes, remember correctly. exactly. <laughs> Which you and Mike could have used, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Watch that. <laughs> well, probably do a lot of taping, you know, it gets rough a little I bit. Know, you know? But that's, I mean, that suit you'd wear. <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> wow. Dry clean that thing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, you were always. Uh, no, Mike no. was the dirty one. Mike was filthy. Yeah. Um, no, no. <laughs> no, look. We, we, I don't know. Jeez, we worked there for. Well, you were. You've been in TNA from jump. And you, I believe, uh, Bob Ryder and Jeff Jarrett. If the story goes correctly, the Fish and Trip Jones, right? That's how yeah. you guys came up with that's this. It. Thing. Yeah, Fish and Trip. It's and, a shoot, right? Is, it's that just, a, yeah. is that a true story? And, and that's what kind of gets me anytime. You know, TNA has obviously been the brunt of criticism for, you know, 15, 16, no, whatever. You know, come a little on, bit here stop. and there. Yeah. You know, but at the end of that, here's how I see the company. And this is maybe just through my eyes and nobody else's. Uh, you know, to me, TNA started with a bunch of friends on a fishing trip, mm. just hanging around, you know, yeah, just yeah. shooting the breeze. Yeah. And and from that idea, we manifested into something else without any you know capital funding going in. And it manifested into something that, you know, it's been around two years longer than WCW was. Everybody talks about ECW, right? All the high pipe and all the great stuff we did in ECW. But yet, I'm, TNA was around longer than ECW. Well, and that just says something. Longevity. I mean, when you talk about longevity in wrestling, it's very hard to come by. I've it been is. very blessed. Uh, I've been gainfully employed for since 1999 without yeah. taking a bump or two. You know, I mean, as well, far as... Stud, stud GP. This way is a... Uh, that I, you said I was going to put myself over, right? You <laughs> weren't everyone. <laughs> Someone heard the show in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just amazing that, uh, you know, to be part of something that you just literally started with a group of friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to have it still be around today, I made a... Uh, Great living. I've traveled the world. No complaints uh, at all. Uh, my experience. Well, I, I want to say I want to put you over. But all kidding, we obviously have a good time. People could tell that we have a friendship. The thing is, though, like, and I was talking to these guys. I think before we we're on air, um, how much you do 
like how much work you do and you've done all the years, house shows especially, live events. You're a one-man show. Robbie the Viking over there, Rob, if you could jump in. He said that he was at one of the Westbury shows on Long Island. Oh, yeah. And he, he didn't know you and he didn't know me at that time. No. Yeah, Rob, tell me you were telling me. <clears throat> yeah, and, and Jeremy, I'm sure you've been there uh, a few times. It's it's basically a what? A two, 3,000 seat round, basically, that they put the ring in the... Oh, yeah, that's in, the building with yeah, the music stage. Fair, the yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, the, the rotating stage, correct. Right. Yeah. And you came out you warmed up the you warmed up the crowd. You introduced every match. You kept advertising that there were backstage passes and everything, and and everybody could wait after and take pictures with you know some of the super. I remember I took a picture with Tracy Brooks and Hebner and and Samoa Joe and in in the ring and everything like that. So uh, it was a really really cool experience and. And uh, really you saw how fans. much you saw yes. how much JB was running around. Absolutely, yeah. You were a one man show. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it because, honestly, there were only a couple people there that, you know, that were ringside that were helping you, and you were just doing everything. I just remember you running around everywhere. So yeah, kudos, you, kudos to you. On always, that. always. I mean, I, even at TVs, like how much work you do now. Since I've been out of there, I know you've been involved. I think you've been involved a little bit more creatively, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Was like. The whole Matt Hardy, uh, the compound stuff, all that. I want to get to that because I have a lot of questions. I'm a big mark for all that stuff. And a lot of fans are too. But obviously, you know, the white elephant in the room, as we say here, the orange elephant in the room, is basically the whole lawsuit gimmick. Right? So, Billy, I don't know Billy that well. Mm-hmm. But obviously, no Dixie. So, Billy's suing everybody, right? He's suing TNA and all that. I mean, where where's everybody stand? Like, how are the boys dealing with this? And you've been there from Jump Street, and you're a huge part of the success of the company, and, and all you do, and other things outside of TNA you do, mm-hmm. begging you to, to kill the volume on your phone. Unprofessional that Jones. That was uh, Mike Tanay texting uh, F. <laughs> I'll start with, it starts with F and ends with off. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? You're too much. All right, so talk about the loss a little bit because people want to know. It, it, whatever you can say. I know there's some things you can't say. Uh, well, again, and, and this is just you talk about wide, uh, wide view looking down. Uh, uh, this whatever that came out yesterday. Uh, in the last seven days, in the last week and a half, in the last month and a half, we're getting sold. Our tape library is going to WWE. Da 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 da. Lucha Underground's buying us. I yeah. mean, what? Yeah. Uh, if you really and, and how many of those things that you've read about have turned out to be true? None yeah, so far. Right, we're still right. here. We're still producing a show. And as yeah. of last week, my checks have never been missed. Right, right. right. Uh, you know, so it's kind of one of those things where, all right, there's another thing that's out. Is it all factual? Is it all speculation? I can tell you that there have been huge things that have been reported in the last two weeks, completely fabricated by yeah. somebody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you have those things out there, it really takes away from the narrative, which is the boys, which is the product, which is the storylines, which is the television show. You know, there is no other business in the world. I can tell you, I know firsthand, you go out into the real world. There is no other business where you have to go to work and fear that every detail of what you be are, are up to is going to be Public. online, Public. criticized, yeah. read. Yeah. Yeah. It's re- it's messed up. Yeah. And it's not uh, it's just the passion the fans have. And it's not a uh, it's, it's the reality of the situation to me. Uh, you know, I wish people would pay more, you know, more attention to the show, yeah. the storylines. You know, when I was growing up, I was uh, I was watching the end of the AWA. Yeah. It was yeah. my home territory. 
Oh, you uh, grew up in, that's funny, uh, speaking of Viking, Viking Rob over there, uh, he's, uh, he went to the University of Minnesota, and he, he grew up in New York, but he's a Minnesota, he's, what do you, you got something going on in Minnesota, well, your family? Well, my, da- well, yeah, my dad's from out there, I, uh, he's from Prior Lake, Minnesota, ah, if you know sure, where that yeah, is. I'm yeah, yeah, Oh, wow, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so you went to the uni- uh, University of Minnesota. Yes. You finished. Yes. And yes. look at you now! Oh, yeah! Look, look where I wound up here. Yeah! Me. Robbie the Viking, ladies and gentlemen. Just give it a little rub, brother. Just give it a little rub. Yeah, no, no, it's a great place. Yeah, enough of that. Right, who cares? But I mean, the way that uh, there we go. That's <laughs> the horn, baby. I don't. I don't know the trials and tribulations Vin, uh, Vern Gagne went through. Yeah. Um. You know, when he struggled with different things, I didn't know about it. I didn't read about it. I didn't care about it. I was watching the show, and that's all that yeah. I, I cared but about. You know, bro. Hold on, let me interrupt you. You know why, though? Because you're a smart guy. It's because the social media, obviously, the obviously. internet. That. As great as it helps things in business, it also is just a death knell. Not death knell, it's an exaggeration. It's a pain in the ass. It's a hindrance. It's, you know? But it's exclusive to wrestling and MMA, and I yeah. think in some areas where there is so much uh, information out there. Uh, I, you know, you go to Hollywood, you see things. Yes, yeah. there's there's Variety magazine. You kind of see which uh, executives yeah. are jumping you're around right, and, right, right. and what gets signed, but not the nuances, yeah. not the everyday, day to day things, and then things that aren't even true. Even in radio, that you don't get. You that. don't get that at all. You don't, you don't and, and until you're in that world and have to live under that criticism, you're talking about Twitter earlier. You know, and that's yeah. what I. Uh, that that plays with people's minds. I hate Twitter. I hate it. I want to fight it. Literally, it's have a fist the fight. worst. It sucks ass. I hate it. I. But we we use it right. We and I was it. I was I was one of the first people on it. I mean, back you know, and I loved. You were the actual first guy on it. I was the second guy on it, and he followed me. <laughs> I didn't follow him back. Come on now, <laughs> too much. Yes. Oh, you still have the egg. <laughs> yes, I found the egg. Yes, still the egg. <laughs> no, dude, listen. But as far as you're, that, right, as you're right, what you're saying it, it is because people are on top of, especially now. You know, with the whole T, and like I do a show every day, and I try not to. You know, I I haven't watched TNA a ton as of late. What got me back into watching from a creative standpoint is everything you guys been doing with Matt and Jeff and all that stuff. Sure, and that hooked me back in, and that's sometimes all it takes to put. I I, I wasn't watching for, for uh, I was being immature because I had issues when sure. I left. You know, Absolutely. it was just a business thing. Yeah. So I think let me not come on here and critique the show because I might look at it, I might bash it. Because I'm angry about something. And I left on my terms. But I'm just saying, so I don't... <clears throat> I understand how big the fan base for TNA is. I know the diff, there's a, there is a different group of fans that support TNA that maybe don't watch WWE. That they're loyal to TNA and vice versa. Sure. And even some of them are probably a little bit like, oh, what the hell? You know, the, all this stuff. Oh, I don't want WWE to buy the tape library. I don't want this and that. I, I, and you know what? I can see their point because they're passionate for Impact Wrestling. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I get it. But you're right. Everything is scrutinized. Everything's out there. I, 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 I do a daily show. Sometimes I talk about it. I try not to pass judgment until I know for fact because I know how things work behind the scenes and sometimes things are blown up and exaggerated and it's it's... You know, BS. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I heard something last night from uh, from the from one of the most respected news reporters that we're doing this Hardy show to save money. Mm. Uh, you know, we're we're planning a Hardy special in December. I, from I the heard entire, heard about that. Yeah. Complete. I mean, yeah, not yeah. even cl- the, the amount of money we're spending on this show is is equal to, if not more, than yeah. what it would cost to do an impact. And I'm working with a guy. You know, I my I'm very budget conscious when right, I shoot. Right. Uh, oh really? And, you oh, should work yeah. here at T at uh, CBS. <laughs> oh yeah, my bosses. Oh yeah, they, you'd fit right in with them. Oh yeah, they're very budget conscious. Yeah, exactly. conscious. yeah, yeah. It's not just for Carson Daly. They give him all oh, Carson. Oh, we give him everything. Uh, Taz, who that jobber? <laughs> 
He never won a real world championship. He won a Western States Heritage Championship, right? Western State. You would be beat Wyndham for it. That's it. <laughs> ah, that's inside. Too inside. Right? But it, no, no, no. These people get it. Okay. Trust me. Right. Um, okay. um, no, we have a joke here that like, uh, like for example, I know like Howard Stern's the sure. king, the king of all, right? Absolutely. So Howard Stern in radio, he would be, you know, the world heavyweight champion. Of course. Where the Top Taz five. show would be the Western States Heritage Championship. Ah. Dude, that's the difference. Uh, okay. I, I'm not very self-deprecating. I bury myself on a regular basis. That's all right. So you, so uh, <laughs> so Carson Daly would be Hogan. You would be the uh, Duke of Dorchester, Pete Doherty. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? Absolutely, bro. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> the gimmick. Yeah, I'll tell you about that later. That's a, that's that's a whole other story. That, gotcha. That's funny. Okay. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So all of the stuff, everything going on. I mean, how, morale okay? Morale's great. And I'll tell you Wrestler's what. Wrestler's wrestle. That's Wrestler's what I said. wrestler. And that's yeah. it. Um, you know. Again, it's hopefully it's it's whatever is out there is not does not serve as a distraction. Here's what here was my philosophy, and I I, I adopted this about eight years ago, seven years ago, uh, and strangely enough, just uh, just talked to somebody about it that we uh, that we kind of okay. talked to. I, I had had enough uh, of the situation at the time. Eric Bischoff was uh, right. was in charge, and I reached out and uh, and I was reached out back, and you know there was there was talks I was going to go somewhere else, and. Uh, and then I kind of looked at everything, and I was like, okay, is this going to be a better situation for me? At the end of the day, you know, you really have to adopt, and it's kind of ironic that I'm adopting the philosophies of Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, <laughs> ironic, 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 ironic. Uh, you know, Mike Tanay, line one. <laughs> Poor Mike. Mike. Mike's going to kill me. He's going to kill us. Oh, yeah, he's going to kill uh, you too. That's true, yeah. But, they, they, but the AA, you know, really preaches the serenity prayer, which, yeah. and that is about being able to separate what you can do something about and what you can't do anything about and not stress yourself over the things you can't do anything yeah, about. Yeah. At that point in my career, I thought, I'm going to wake up every day and do exactly what I want to do. That's cool. And, That's cool. Uh, and once you can kind of separate that and realize that there are things that you can't do anything about, there are things you can focus on those, you'll probably be a happier person. Hey, amen. I totally agree with you on that. Without a shadow of a doubt, you're exactly right. Totally agree. Um, and be, before we get into talking about all the stuff, the, the creative stuff and inspiration behind all the stuff at the, at the Hardy Compound, all that jazz, I'm really, I'm really intrigued by a lot of that. Um, can you talk a little bit about stuff, the work you're doing with Robert Irvine, the chef, and all oh, that? Oh yeah, that cool? Actually, that's why I'm. Yeah, in, uh, a lot of people don't realize what you, you know, your involvement. Whatever you could say, talk about. About it. five years ago, uh, he started coming to our live events. Just. Uh, just like uh, you know, with, with many people, at, the Viking, at, the Viking. Sorry, I looked no. at him and I thought, is it the Viking? No, because a- we blocked the face of the Viking. Right, we blocked the face of with the monitor because I don't want to look at it. That's so a good I, idea. I, I look at the captain. Yeah, that's kind of what we got <laughs> going on. The much more handsome captain. Oh, the that's how I started, oh, Robbie. Yeah, that's yeah. how I started with the screen right in my face. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. By the way, the, the, cap, the captain quit the show. If you didn't hear, He's I done. heard that. Yeah, he's walking yeah. away from me. He left. Every, me. Everybody said I had a face for radio. Anyway. So. Yes, there it is. Right there. So you can say that the captain jumped ship. Yeah, Oh, come on. You were able to top the corny cliche joke that the Viking had. Uh, JB, that's why you're a pro. That's why you're a pro. (laughs) (laughs) So what the hell are we talking about? Yeah, Irvine. Irvine would come to our- He's a chef. Let people know. Oh, he's a world-famous chef. Restaurant Impossible. Number one show in the history of the Food Network. Uh, The guy's got it going on. If you go to Vegas right now, he is the the tallest face ever put on any structure in Las Vegas. If you go to the Tropicana, his, his biceps alone take up eight floors. He's uh, a big boy. Yeah. He's a huge dude. Yeah. Great dude. And about he's, five, yeah, he's even taller than me. You know, yeah. He, well, maybe an inch or two. And he, uh, he is married to Gail Kim. Yes. Uh, Gail and I have been very, very close friends for, for a decade. Uh, and, and he said, I'm doing a live tour. I'm going to, I need a host. Come on board. And 
you know, that was five, six years ago. Now uh, I go to L.A. three days a week and, uh, and help on his talk show that just launched. Uh, and just a real good friend of TNA, and TNA has been very cool about it. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about what I do is I can I can work anywhere. I've got a laptop and uh, and some hard drives. I can edit anything. I can you know. So that's Dude, the I've technology. Seen I've seen you. You're like I, I, we were just talking about live events. I mean, I've seen how you are. You are a micromanaging stud. I mean, really, you you don't play around. You you you've done so much behind the scenes at TNA, and you can work any company, not just TNA, and not just wrestling and anything. You know, I, I, I don't know if you can run that board. Maybe I'll hire you as my producer. <laughs> what do you think? I, I, you know, I heard you offer that to Mike Johnson the other day, too. <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> Anything not to deal with these two guys. Uh, no, so. yes. Not a bad idea. No, that would be great. You have to move to New York, though. You're living in Nashville now, right? Uh, well, I'm going back and forth between Nashville and L.A. every week. So. Oh, you're in L.A. a lot now. Yeah, yeah. So, Look at uh, Fancy Dan over here. Look well, at fancy Dan. Yeah, we, we, the, the flying. How about this? The show is actually done in the exact same studio Johnny Carson did the Tonight Show. That's awesome. At, uh, 3000 awesome. West Alameda Avenue, Tonight Show Studio. So every day, That's badass, uh, it's really cool for a, yeah. I'm a big Tonight Show mark. So I mean, it's it's it's, uh, it's cool to walk in those studios you every day. You see right across the street, the, tonight, the new Tonight Show, it's right here. I saw that, yeah. Take a picture this of is a, such a, what a cool studio you got here. Yeah, well, yeah. great location, too. Great Howard well, Stern's across the street, yeah, by the way. Of course he is. Yeah. Please, I don't, I don't bother. He always wants me to come over. I don't have time for him. You know, no. I just, no, I'm busy. I'm stopping by after I leave here. Are you swinging over there? Yeah. I didn't even know some of the cats over there. You going on a show? I do. Uh, I do voiceovers for them. Yeah. Look at this guy. Yeah, been a couple of years now. You? I didn't. I, know yeah. That. I really. I, they send me a sheet and it's really messed up stuff. So I'll have to do like uh, I don't know my language. I, I won't use it. Well, no, you could say in the on-demand audio, we'll blade it. Um, I I had to read something uh, the well, other day. So we, for, we do have some people. If it's really, it's it. If it's just a cuss word, fine. It's but. not a cuss word. It, it, it's a. We have some people that listen. Maybe they're bringing their kids to school. Uh, yeah. Maybe be sensitive to that. Okay. Maybe. Um, maybe. It, it's, it, uh, maybe it, it's time for you to leave. I'd re- <laughs> 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 See you later, guys. Take care, Jake. I'm time. <laughs> no, I had to read something really messed up for uh, a promo for George Takei. Oh. Uh, that, oh, you know, he's boy. a guy on the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, uh, I mean, the words I had to say in an announcer voice That's tremendous. are so absurd. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's great. I mean, it's what fun. a dream. Yeah, 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 and, you know, Howard's, I mean, I've listened. Oh, he's the best. The yeah, no, best. No, no, the no, best. No, no doubt. So that's cool. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's just, uh, you know, I guess that's the thing. Variety. <laughs> Little variety and getting out there and doing a lot of, you know, that's what's kept me sane over all these years. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, getting to do a lot of cool stuff. Well, that's great. No, because you're talented. So you, you're able to do a lot of this stuff because, A, you have desire. A, you have a work ethic. And, B, you know, you are always have been a phenomenal ass kisser. Really, you really have. <laughs> I mean, that. You're not, you forgot Stooge. <laughs> You gotta get out of there, please. I'm a hell of a stooge. Oh, One much. of the best stooges. Oh, you're too much, yeah, bro. That's yeah. fine. I miss hanging out with you. I, really I, do. I miss you too, Taz. Uh, I mean, does anybody, I miss- else, anybody else at TNA miss me? Yeah. Nobody really talks about it. It's not really not uh, much going on. Uh, it's not. Uh, yeah. No. And uh, what about you? Know, no, yeah, uh, no, no, she don't. No, he, him. Uh, uh, no. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, you're missed, Taz. Of course, <laughs> everybody. I, no, those the, the the days. I mean, if you have long days of TV, uh, some sense of sanity is. Uh, is very cool and, and yeah. there with you and today was yeah like, no we had a wow. lot of fun and we would we had a lot of fun oh my we would hammer everybody everybody was bad yeah it was bad I mean, not it, the boys though no not the boys no just the boys are never in know, the line of more fire. each other than anything else you know <laughs> like the time I found out uh, 
Kata Ajime is actually Japanese for pain in the ass announcer. Oh, God. Do you remember that time Jeez, I found that oh, out? God, such a wise ass. <laughs> do, you remember that, do you remember that time that uh, you made me do play-by-play for the one-night-only series because I, you didn't want to do it, so I had to do it with Mike? <laughs> and what, ironically, ironically enough... Uh, but we're one on the only, air right now. You realize something. <laughs> one Night Only is not only the name of the pay-per-view series, it was also Taz's work schedule at TNA. <laughs> yes. Good night. You used to actually... There was a lot of... Now I'm starting to think that this wasn't just friendly jocularity oh. jokes. You used to take shots... JB be on the road, like, just working his ass off house shows. And, stuff, and I would just walk into TV. Hey, what's going on? And, you know, and do a couple of weeks of TV. I'll see you in about four weeks. And you would be like, you son of a you bitch. You could just see the resentment, right? You would say, oh, I wish I worked. And I would say, when I went up, my always cliche, take a bump. Take a bump. Go take some bumps, That's son. It. You're right. Oh, yeah, You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to fight you right right now. I would not, believe me. I'm, no, 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 I'm no. still as scared as you as I was no, uh, you know, uh, back in the day, first yeah. semester. No, yeah, no, listen, day. listen, let me tell you something. I, I, I really feel that the fun that we all had, I think people could tell, we had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, sure. I worked very little. Very, very little. Mm. We know this. I mean, I didn't work a lot. <laughs> you go, no. <laughs> I didn't. And I didn't mail it in. But when I worked, I worked. Yeah. You, yeah. you need to sell yeah, like that the more. time that we you need we, to sell that more. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like the time, like, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Like the time you made us install microphones into your house because you don't want to drive a mile to the studio. Okay, okay, Fabe. So, <laughs> Kay and Fabian. Okay, hello. The, the airports get busy here in New York. You know, I can't. Yeah, it's very difficult. I can't keep I flying to New York. I mean, it's a Nashville. It's very difficult. So what? It's technology. Microphone in the house. It's, hey, stay. You know what? One thing I will say, oh. I uh, I miss you terribly on commentary. Mm. Uh, I, I think you uh, you, you will go down as one of the greatest uh, to ever do oh, that. Thank and, you, uh, bud. That, that means a lot coming from you, and I mean that. Yeah. Not sound a cliche. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, can you hang out on the other yeah, side absolutely. of the break? Sure I know you got, you got a busy schedule. We're going to go to break. Other side of the break, we'll have JB sitting here still talking it up. We're going to get into some of the whole hearty stuff, the creative behind that, how cool that is. Later on, we'll have Vampiro, our old friend of JB from WCW. Oh, yeah. Vampiro will be on the show via the Skype, hopefully, uh, and we'll have him on. And that's it. Break time. Tasho, we'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, it was my first pair. All right, we're back here on the Taz Show. You're hearing the cool sounds of Bazanji. That's my man who does uh, does a lot of the music on the show, does the opening of the show. It's badass, right, JB? Uh, yeah. He's awesome, man. You know, I'm an old radio guy. Can I critique your show real quick? Uh, in a second, let me do my welcome back, and then you can. Okay? Oh, just critique me critiquing your no, show. No, I'm going to, I just want to welcome back my audience, Oh, sir. please, go ahead. By all means. Here's Taz. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's uh, one hour down, one hour to go. I just got hot at JB. And uh, I have my guest in studio, Jeremy Boras, JB from TNA Wrestling and from everything else. Apparently, he's the VO guy, Howard Stern now, Big Shot Jones. And uh, yeah, so uh, we're on Facebook Live now, guys. Uh, we, we, put, we put it on there a little bit earlier. So if you want to jump on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And you can watch the whole second hour of the show there while we're sitting here chatting up with JB, having a good time. And later on, we'll have Vampiro on the show via the Skype. Okay, now you can critique, sir. All right, so I've been listening to you now uh, for just over a year, I want to say. Thank you for that. Um, you have really come into your... It takes usually... I, I always think it takes a month or two to uh, get into your own as a host. You have really come into your own as a host. Thank you. And But I will say this... Uh, that's the, a burial. That was a burial. The burial the, sky, I just don't know how this works. That's uh, we're just watching your Facebook feed. The, the background you have in the studio, it looks like 
hoarders came and shot a wrestling nerd's house. <laughs> what is this? I think he wants to see the... Right, yeah. What, this, you got magazines, this, you got... It's the Gimmick Clubhouse. It's, is that's, that what this is? That's No, no, on a shoot. It's called the Gimmick Clubhouse. I know that. So I it's just all yeah. different things of the business. It's just some stuff from my history. These belts are not mine. I would have I would have <laughs> thought you would have had more photos of yourself. I mean, eight isn't enough oh back there. Oh, my God. This guy's too much. JB, all, see all of that? Was to hit that one liner. All of that. I went backwards. We're yeah. backwards. All of that setup was for that one liner. And you liner. were telling him to set the table earlier. He yeah. did a magnificent job right there. Just that just for that one zing, there it was. Ball busting Jones. Um, anyway, so look, uh, we talked a lot about, uh, you know, uh, everything, basically. And, and I kind of want you to leave now. No, but, uh, so, <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I want to get into the meatless thing about the whole uh, hardy stuff. Delete the K. Delete, delete, delete. I do it, bro. I do yeah. it all the time. I do it in the street. I, yeah. I'm a mark. It's crazy. I, 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 love it. I love Matt, and I love Jeff. And, like, I just, you know... They've always been out there a little bit creatively, but but ultra talented. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how out there they are. Yeah. and I know you've been out there. Yes, I so, literally just flew in from there. Uh, from there. From there. From, from out the there. Compound. From yeah. out there. From down there. Up there. Down there. Yeah, dude. I mean, just uh, this. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I mean, from from the Vanguard gimmick mm-hmm. to the freaking everything to Decay running around abyss going nuts. Uh, crazy Steve, he can't see. You know, like the whole, <laughs> like the, the, everything the, in the dark, running around Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dude, just help me. Yeah. Who who came up with the whole? Was it Matt? Was it you? Bring me back behind the scenes of this thing. Uh, it's a it's a huge team effort from everybody involved. There's no question about it. But I think if you asked anybody, um, you know, that's involved in it on a, uh, you know, it's primarily myself and Matt. Nice. Um, nice. And uh, he's, he is, and, and it's it's kind of weird that it's happening now. I think we're both at the stage in our careers where this is this is what needed to happen. Uh, and this is what I've been working towards. It's just, you know, wrestling to me, uh, and I'm a fan of entertainment more so than a five-star Japanese match. Right, right. right. Uh, you know, that's what brought me to the dance in the first place. I, I grew up in the in the 80s and watched the larger-than-life characters and the outlandishness. Uh, and, you know, obviously wrestling has taken such a detour the other way. And for a lot of people like myself, and nothing against the incredible athletic matches, I just don't watch it, and I can't get into it. And there's so much of it. I mean, there's 12 hours of original wrestling a week. It's all done there. It's all done in a ring. It's all very formulatic. Formulatic? That's a word. Formulaic. That's a tazism. I just stole. I'm hacking that. I just stole that. I just stole it. Hack alert. Formulatic, write it down, please. Thank you. It's now mine. And to me, it's like, what is, you know, what is, why is this as exciting as it used to be? Uh, and what is it about that drew me in to begin with? And uh, it's larger than life, over the top characters, and, and and it's fantasy, and it's it's different. It's a different world that we're yeah. currently in, I think. So if you look at like my favorite thing is you look at the top ten matches so far of of 2016 on everyone's lists, right? Yeah, yeah. There's the uh, Tanahashi versus right. you know eight star match at the Strong Tokyo style, Dome. Strong Japanese style, style yeah. Japanese style. Here's Kota Ibushi <laughs> and da da da. I don't know. And then... Can you bury anyone else? I'm the final kidding. deletion <laughs> is right in there. Oh, it's right in there. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like that match is... A, what a compliment. It is so drastic. The thing I like about it is it's different than all those other nine matches. Well, that, let me interrupt you. You just said the key word, different. And you know you know as well as I, because all the years you spent behind the scenes in the industry, working inside the machine of the business, like I, you always hear this term. It's hard to be original. It's hard to be different. As you know, it's tough for young wrestlers, <clears throat> male or female, from creative teams. It's very hard. Somehow, some way, between you and Matt and your whole team, you guys found a way to not just be different, but do different really good and get a ton of attention on it. 
kudos. Oh, I love it. And that's and that's the thing it. when somebody says, "Well, I was ready to hate it." Hate when it. I first everybody saw hated it when they I, first saw it. I was it. ready to until right. I watched it, and I, I, you know, I'm like, "Wow, this is." It, it, I couldn't stop. Captain and I were watching it, and we could not. We we're watching here. We could not stop watching it. It was like this is freaking awesome. And how many things do you go back and watch, rewatch now? No, no, nothing. nothing. I don't watch nothing, bro. Nothing. And I think the, you know, you take a look at, and you said it. Uh, you know, there are very few. Uh, you know Howard Stern. Very few original right. things out there. You want to take uh, somebody who says, "Well, it's original, but I didn't really like it." Do you know how hard it is to be original in wrestling in 2016? <laughs> That's my point. That's my point, it's, bro. It is non-existent, and the fact that we did it. Uh, you know, the final deletion, and then, you know, how original? You know, three days later, they're doing it on Raw. I know. I mean, it's it's like... The whole the, Bray Wyatt gimmick. It's, yeah. I mean, a lot of people... I mean, I know firsthand it was a ripoff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was, you know... Then it, I, so Matt Hardy got into a little Twitter gimmick with uh, with Bray, right? Well, I know some of the writers up there. I mean, it, I mean, it was it was blatant. Hack. We call hack. that a hack. Hack. That's a hack. It's a hack. It's a hack. These guys are doing some serious hacking. It's about hacking, and I am not a fan of the hack. No. I believe be original or go the F away. Or if you're going to be original, take that idea and make it better with yeah. something new. So they definitely, it was definitely, you know, but I'll get into details, that they hacked it. Uh, uh, a thousand percent. Wow. Yeah. Riveting. I mean, hey, I, I said it. I'm just teasing. I watched with a smile. I mean, no, I, I thought, what a compliment. It, it, was a, it was very, 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 very similar. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God, this is total hack off of with TNA and all this stuff. And, and, and you watched what they did. It, it really was. I think it's great, too. I mean, the fact that they, they had a viewing party in their locker room for yeah. our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, John Cena, you know, Chris Jericho said, John Cena watched it four times. Really? Uh, yeah. And complimented the production on it. Well, this is a guy that's done a lot of pretty good productions. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you can see yeah. what we're working with here, yeah. you know, it's. He's the much. Marine, bro. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Will you stop? <laughs> Why is this Jones? Sorry, I apologize. I know John. I like John. But it's like, I used to, he used to like me. Not anymore. That, no. just, that just ended. What happened? Uh, just, just now. No, no, no. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. No, no, you're right. But he's been, John's been part of a lot of big, uh, uh, an endorsement from him. That's, sure. a, that's nice. Absolutely. That's a nice thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and it's, Anytime uh, one of the boys can endorse something. Always. If they always. don't work for the company, that's cool. I had yeah. a, a SmackDown was in Nashville a couple weeks ago, and I had three guys that I know there asked to up to my condo so they could get selfies with Vanguard One. Get out. True story. Now, rumor has it in the new gimmick that's coming up with this. Yeah. Uh, for Halloween, you're doing a special gimmick. Yeah. Right. I don't want to stooge nothing. Just shot it. Just shot it. Just, just shot it. Yeah. Right. I saw some hidden footage. I got people. Okay. I saw some <laughs> kayfabe, some kayfabe footage. You can't keep anything in a wrestling, <laughs> <the> wrestling business. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. What happens? But a damn good. And it's it's just as good, if not better, than the other stuff you guys been wow. doing. But rumor has it, the Vanguard gimmick. Yeah. It's got a Halloween costume. This year, Vanguard One is is got a Halloween costume. Uh, I will say this much: there are numerous guests that come by the Hardy House trick or treating. Oh, Our man. presidential candidates will be coming by. Dude, when is this on? <laughs> Give me the date. I want the air date for this. The twenty seventh of October. Okay, I, dude, I'm telling you, I uh, what was it, Cap? Well, what was the? Oh, you would know the, the last pay per view, the oh, Battle for Glory. Yeah, you guys did the gimmick the outside. Great the, the Great, great War. The Great War. The Great yeah. War, bro. And I'm like, this is going to be hard. How are they going to kind of, they, they're just going to go have a match, all this stuff. But you guys somehow, some way mixed live and post-production in a great way. And it was awesome. The, the thing that popped me was the guy who got out of the pickup truck. You want to go? I'll fight. <laughs> Throw with abyss. That, that's, I don't know. I just, that's stupid stuff like that. Yes. And like, the way, but the way you guys just integrated it back and forth live, I'm like, wow. They pulled it off during a 
huge, yeah. the huge live event for Bound for Glory, and you guys pulled it off. Yeah, and the tough part is we shot and edited that. I mean, it was shot the night before. Yeah. So then you got to stay up, and you know we finished the shoot I think around five a.m. Wow. Uh, and then you got to stay up and edit it. Are so. there any production people left at TNA, or is it just uh, just you, me, just you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just me. I'm it. I do care. Yeah. No, we got a great team. Great. Team. <clears throat> no, I know you do. I know. Andrew's still there, right? Andrew, yeah. uh, you know Jimmy Long's my uh, Jimmy Long. Yeah, Jimmy I Long's my right hand man. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's there with me every step of the way. I put them over. I yeah. put over production a lot for TNA great for guys. a long time, and the live production, Keith Mitchell and all those guys. Yeah. I mean, you can't Sahadi busting his ass. You know, I always put the guys over for real. Um, the only thing, my only critique, and I want to ask you, not a critique, but it's a critique. I've critiqued it. I want to ask you, and maybe you could ask Matt or whoever, Gaborik, any any big wigs that you guys all hang around and you know hang out, and mm-hmm. who you're going to sue next? You know, <laughs> what? what who are going to sue next? Come on, I'm just being a sue wise. everybody. Come on, come on, <laughs> little jerky boy, give me. Yeah, right. Little jerky boy, sue everybody. <laughs> little jerky boy, punitive damages. Yeah, <laughs> JB pulling out Johnny Brennan stuff. I love it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, well, sometimes I might hack some jerky boy stuff in the show, but I digress. It happens sometimes. No, my only. Um, critique on that I've given on this whole with Hardy with Matt and Jeff why don't you guys do something on free consultant Jones by the way here right why don't you do something I feel like there's a disconnect when Matt and Jeff or you know Rebby or anyone from the gimmick is in the live of in the live building on the TV show some kind of a lighting treatment something I'm not. I know you can't make it look like you do uh, if it's shot 7D, whatever, in, yeah, uh, out on the field or in Matt's backyard, whatever. Something. It just looks too clean and high. Yeah. It should look different. Yes. When those people come out, they, in my view, we had this. No, uh, no kidding. Matt and I had this exact conversation. I believe last that night. you did. Exact yeah. conversation. And last what night. what happened? Well, I mean, it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a different setting, obviously, and it's so vastly different than what your traditional wrestling setting is that it is i mean it's a it's a complete dichotomy in style so when he comes standpoint. out matt and jeff yeah. and rebby and the whole thing and the baby right and they come out in the impact zone yes it needs to be yeah, i completely agree and then the lighting changes and everything and you guys end up doing this mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna come on my show and bury you and say they hacked me of course <laughs> i wouldn't expect anything less from you <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> Take credit, Jones on the house. <laughs> hey, you know Taz, by the way. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. come on, bro. Fantastic. No, no, no. no, I'm just saying. Like, no, you're right. You're a thousand percent right. Taz. Just, and that's you know everything's a work in progress. Yeah. And if if something's not right in one area, we we address it and we fix it. And uh, and uh, you know that's the thing. It's uh, it's a it's a work in progress, and it's only getting better. And that's what I love about it. It's, yeah. it's not it's not a one time thing. This is going to be something. You know, um, I, I put my you know everything into into this situation. How and, long does it take? Some of these oh, things that ridiculous. you're doing, dude. Yeah. The Roman Candle Jones is shooting Roman, Roman Candle candles, Jones and Dan, I mean, imagine having ask. to convince you know those guys. I run out in this field. I, we're lighting, you know, giant rockets on the end of my drone to to shoot you. <laughs> Go. I mean, that's literally what it's like. Run. Uh, Run. <laughs> and, uh, and it's you know, and I think that's why it works is because it's you know. Wait, you that's your drone. Yeah. Are you controlling the drone? Yeah, well, I mean, inside no, Jones, but, the, inside no, Jones. You, but our director, vid, video Brian, yeah. he's a, on a shoot, a big drone guy. Yeah. Like, like legit, he's not, he's in the other room. Control, we have control rooms here. Right. Big, big time. Right. And um, 
So you control the drone. I'm, I have a license. Dude. I'm, f I'm federal, federally, whatever. I've got my FAA license. Is there a way we can have video? We can't hear video, Brian, but the captain can. Maybe we could do some kind of a competition where you race his drone. I don't know. I thought you were going to ask if Brian could fly his drone in right now. That I wonder if Brian can get on his drone and fly out of here. That's what he can do. <laughs> what the hell? Come on. What the hell? <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney who? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Too bad. No, it would be great if we had the, the drone gimmick because he can't, he can't do drones indoors can you uh yeah I, mine i can but it's, oh you're saying you're better than video brian yeah, absolutely you kind of just applied that you yes really yes you know he goes in he does like all craziness yeah That's it depends i mean there's different levels i mean you can go to walmart and get one or you can yeah. go and buy a professional one i think cool. i think video brian but is a walmart, yeah, walmart or target yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the video brian science layout jones i'm not hearing that? anything yeah because yeah. he's pissed he yeah, gets he's mad. mad yeah he's mad he's he mad. gets mad yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, gets, he gets angry yeah so anyway so you control so you're doing everything I mean, that's a yes. No, that's mean, a yes. Not everything, you know. It's it's everybody plays a huge well, part. Besides in the guys that are in there working, well, they're working in the yard. So you're doing this thing, the special. Now I've heard that you got a lot of different run-ins, right? Different appearances. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, now, you want to talk about? You know, uh, Joey Salas wanted us to address a lawsuit, so I'm going to. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, that's on the Twitter. He did that. Yes. The yeah. So let's address lawsuits. Okay. Okay. There are going to be. I'm going to say, predict it right now. No less than a dozen lawsuits. <laughs> when. <laughs> <laughs> when wrestlers openly defy their contracts to come work this match, I'm talking. He's called out the New Day. He's called out the Bucks of Youth. Really? And and the you know Matt basically is going to say you're talking about Matt Matt Hardy because this match is coming up, Apocalypto. Yeah. It's it's Falls Count Anywhere. I love the name. And every tag team through space and time is invited. Really? It could be anybody through space and time. Tag teams. Up. Tag teams. And he made a point. He called out people. He said, if you are under a contract, contract, and can't get there, you know, you're basically admitting that you're a slave to the owner. Oh, wow. Interesting. You know, I mean, you... you it, out. It, it, let me say this, because because there is precedent for this. Okay. okay? Yeah. He is going to say in, in the next couple of weeks that every tag team through space and time is invited and will be calling people out. Mm. This is going to be the most epic tag team match ever. It's going to be like the Crockett Cup on crack. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is going to be... It is going to be the most epic uh, program you've ever seen. The match is going to be false count anywhere. Elimination match. Tag teams are already contacting. You wouldn't believe the names who are contacting us to be part of this. Are you serious? A thousand percent sure. You're not ribbing. Because I know you're a big rib, you're a big ha-ha joke guy. I, I think I think there are there are wrestlers that will breach their own contracts. Come on. To come be Taz, it's Or they'll call out their promoters. They'll say, I need for one night, can I be part of this match? One night only. Like one my schedule night only, yes. Yeah. I mean, and there is precedent. I mean, didn't didn't Vince McMahon let you go work ECW to go beat Mike Awesome? Yes. There's precedent for this. I didn't want to, All but the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't want to. I bet he was thrilled about it, too. <laughs> yeah. Mike awesome. No, he wasn't. No. Mike was not no, thrilled. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't want to be in there either. Uh, he was not thrilled. But um, I think you're going to see a lot of lawsuits out of, out of wrestlers breaching their contracts to come work this match, because really? that is how epic it's going to be. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, say the name again. Apocalypto. Alapa, uh, uh, <laughs> Apocalypto. It's Latin for apocalypse. I know. Captain, please. He knows. Tell, talk you know, the Latin. Captain speaks Latin. Yeah. He speaks the Latin. He speaks yes. Greek. How do you say apocalypto in Greek? Apocalypse. Look at him. See? See right? Come on, bro. Who's so it's uh, it's total nonstop deletion. Apocalyptico. Oh, you can't say it. <laughs> Repeat after me. Apocalypto. <laughs> Apop. What is wrong? You're a you're a professional announcer. I won an award, sir. It's right here. <laughs> I'm dirty my ass, Nick. I, I have a pop a pop 
my peas a pop, my apocalypto. Apocalypto. Oh, Jesus. No one cares. All right, listen. Hey. Uh, we're moving on. All right, so look at, look at, look at, look at. So after you do that, how do you keep, you guys keep topping yourself with this thing, yeah. okay? Now you're going to do a freaking two hour impact. Yes. Which I think is all, it's a movie. It's a movie. And we're, where's I'm, the inspiration? Was it Chainsaw? Like, you know, one of those old, like, horror like, Where's the inspiration? Honestly, I think if you look at my, and I, uh, I think if you look at my, this is going to sound pretentious, if you look at my body of work, you know. It actually uh, sounds very obnoxious. It does, and I, it? I appreciate it. I almost it. said that for real, and then I stopped myself and said, that sounds like real douchey. <laughs> hey, I'll handle the douche yeah, stuff yeah, okay. out here, buddy. <laughs> you handle it just fine. I'll handle all the douche stuff. You got more than enough for both of us. That's you damn right, right buddy. <laughs> you damn right. We have a, uh, you know, if you look at how I t- typically shoot, it's very, you know, you can look at other things. I can show you other videos, and it, there's a similar feel to it. But it's, in this world, it, it has a certain feel to it. And I think it's, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a style we went for, and it's a style we like, and um, it's a style you're going to keep seeing with it. So this this show that we're going to be doing in December, the entire impact. There's actually we're, there's going to be a ring there. We're setting up his um, the the dome of deletion to right. uh, to fully accommodate the six sided ring, lighting, fans, everything. It'll be uh, it'll look like a completely different arena. <clears throat> uh, and then of course the uh, the Hardy compound will be the battleground for Apocalypto. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's awesome. It, could the whole show turn into this every week? Uh, we've gotten offers to do. Could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, I, I think every week's going to be a lot, but I think definitely. I mean, to me, the Hardys are the new Adams family. Mm. Yeah, uh, you're right. You know, there's there's so much to do. Good and point. Haven't even Haven't even scratched the tip of the iceberg of what they can do and, and what we have written already to do in the future. Now, whoever ends up owning TNA here, uh, part of my sarcasm, but it's kind of a shoot. Sure. Whatever's going on, right? Right. Um... Uh, Will they embrace the creative behind this thing? Well, the, I think the, the, all the I know there's a lot of heat amongst all these people, different yeah. people, right? That's obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Do they all like this? They have there to. Is n- there has been the, the most generous amount of creative freedom by everybody involved. Oh, that's From awesome. Dixie to Billy to Big, everybody that's involved great. in that's any great. part of the company. You know as well as me, if you're getting pushed back there, you're done. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the thing, you know, these days, you know, the, the way things are going, and, and you're a fine example of this, Taz, the, you know, the media as we know it is fragmenting. Uh, it's going now, thankfully, in the side of the talent versus the side of the owners yes. uh, in terms of who's getting paid. Uh, and, you know, whether you look at music, whether you look at any number of things, right now the, the people that are making money and are successful are the creatives mm. that can get their product out there in a way that is cuts out all the overhead. I agree. Uh, so, you know, I mean, in terms of what whatever happens, we have something. Matt has a character. Jeff has a character. They have name value. And, you know, I mean, to me, it's just we're just going to keep producing TV and whoever wants to pay us the most for it. Come on. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Well, the show's been great, seriously. And, and, and you're doing a great job, obviously, with Robert Irvine, Chef Gimmick Jones. You're doing all your stuff there. Yeah. You're running around, big shot, you know, big run around, big Howard shot. Stern, Look big at me shot. Today. I got a jacket on. Sports jacket, Jones. Look at him, you know, Sports handsy. jacket, Jones. Looks like one of my bosses down here. They, they yell at me. And then they, every, every show at the end, you suck. You need to get better. We're going to fire you, bro. I get, I get lambasted. It's unbelievable. Wow. By guys wearing sports jackets. <laughs> I get right fucking working for Vince again. Right? Like, stop. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Oh, you suck! He just beat me up. Stop it! You suck! Stop! That's okay. Hey, stop, we need we uh, everybody needs that in their life. Keep them yeah, humble, so right? Keep keep keep, keep it humble, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, brother, I appreciate you dropping by. Next time you're in New York, you got to come back on. Or if you, Matt, whoever, you guys, and what's what Matt is he doing? Is he, does he do interviews? Are they in the gimmick? Mm, yeah, I, he needs to come on the show. Absolutely. I would. Uh, yeah. He was one of my. He was my second guest ever. Wow. With the Human Podcast Machine, he is literally in the air. We talked last night. Actually, he was third. I think he was third. third I'm guest. sorry. Okay, continue. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in the air right now. Otherwise, we'd have him on right now to call in. But he's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's in the air. Does he know you're coming on the show? He does. Yes. He's and he the, wanted me to did he bury me. He wanted me to say hi 
to oh, you. To the captain, I see. Uh, <laughs> say hi to the captain. Hi, uh, Matt. No, I, lo- I, love, I love Matt. Matt and Jeff, we go way back. We always got along great. Oh, yeah. So, just, so just two of the I most amazingly it. talented people I've I ever worked with. And, and Rebby, too. I know her. Hey, always, you know what? Actually, Rebby, talented. Rebby's the, the most talented person in that family. Is she really? Well, yeah. And that, the, what's his name? Is the dad, right? Oh, that's Senior Benjamin, yeah. Se- uh, Senior that's Benjamin. Dad, I forgot yeah. his name. Yeah. Okay. That guy is over, bro. He's like he's so like the guy Barone, uh, Bone. What's his name from the presidential game? Ken Bone. Ken, Ken Bone. Bone. Yeah. He's yeah. like the Ken Bone of pro wrestling. You guys got to use that somehow. No, bro, dude. You guys shot the gimmick already? Get Ken Bone in there for Christmas no, or for get a, Halloween? No, get a gimmick Ken Bone. Well, we, get the, we get the real Ken Bone. He's we, probably not going to no, be too expensive. Bro, no, no. He probably, I think he's old. I don't know. Oh, he did signed a deal with dude, Uber, Tess. He did? See, he yes, did. See, he the, signed the, his first yeah. deal with Uber. And the way things are going, you guys, but I don't know if you signed a Ken Bone. I'm We're just telling you. Ken Bone. So. <laughs> that deal. One side of contract with that superstar. Chef <laughs> City Jones. Oh, man. All right, look. I got Vampiro that's trying to get on the show. He's tweeting me publicly. Oh, no. Bro, where you at? I, Bro, publicly. He's publicly, killing me. Yeah, he's, hey. he's killing me. The, by <laughs> the way, the, when we did WCW Live real quick, 1999, 2001, very first like internet radio show, I think, in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was our favorite guest. Really? Because he, he was just, what is he going to say next? Uh, he's great. Stay he's tuned, great. folks. He's great. I, I, yeah, he is. So listen, I know you got to run. you got a busy schedule. I appreciate you coming on, dude. Thanks. Uh, sit tight. Hey, look, we got to go to break right here. Other side of break. We'll still be on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Taz Show. We will have uh, Vampiro on the show from Lucha Underground, a color commentator. You remember from WCW. And again, JB, thank you for coming on, brother. I appreciate it and continue success. Thank you, Taz. Keep up the great work. Always a fan of okay. this program. Great job. Thank you, my friend. We'll be right back on the Taz Show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Right, we're back here on the Tad Show. A very busy Friday. Just had uh, JB, Jeremy Borash on from TNA Wrestling in studio here. It was nice of JB to swing by. Maybe you guys are listening live at TadShow.com or watching live at TadShow.com. Thank you. Or you're checking out Facebook Live right now, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Thanks for that. Or you're checking out the audio on demand version of the show. The iTunes, the Play It, the TuneIn, the Spotify. I appreciate all that. Or you're watching VOD. That could be too. All right, so I got to get to a couple calls. We're working on, we're having a, a little tech issue uh, connecting with Vampiro for the Skype. But we're in communications. The team here is talking with Vampiro. At the very least, if we cannot get him on a little bit here via uh, Skype, we'll get Vampiro on uh, Audio Jones. We'll get him in a, a phone call situation. So uh, I know a lot of you guys have been on hold a long time. I'm going to take some calls right now and uh, also uh, talk a little bit of other, some other wrestling stuff. So, um, you, know, we, you know, JB was only going to be on for like 30 minutes, and then it just... There were a lot of things I want to get to. Him and I haven't talked in a while, and I wanted to catch up with him and yada yada. So, you know, I, I had to basically play catch up Jones with him. I mean, that's that's really it. just to, to touch base, and we had a great time. And uh, you know, it just um, he's a very talented guy and, and doing great stuff. So I was happy he came on. David in Scotland, you're on a Taz show. Hi, Dave, guys. Dave, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, thanks. Want to say hi to my bearded brother, Captain Tom. How's it going? What's going on, buddy? I'm good. What's up, man? Uh, <clears throat> I just wanted to talk about Bobby Roode. I'm just kind of catching up in NXT. Bobby Roode, yes, Bobby Roode. What about him? Yep. Stinky's like, future Hall of Fame talent. Absolutely amazing wrestler. And uh, we'd love to see a heavyweight title match between Bobby Roode and Randy Orton. 
Oh, I think that'd be a great match. To be honest with you, I have not thought of that type of match, David. Uh, Bobby Roode and Randy Orton, I think I think that could happen one day down the road. I think that'd be badass um, for sure. So that'd be awesome, man. Thank you for calling, David, from Scotland. Uh, all right, I think we got, we're connected with Vampiro because I see a middle finger being flipped at me right now. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, and no one sees it, but it's either being flipped at me or probably my team. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's please welcome our special guest, uh, Vampiro. What's up, my man? Dude, you're a pain in the ass. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I didn't do nothing. Dude, what's wrong with your staff? I suck, I know. We can't hear you. We got to turn it up, bro. Let's turn Vampire up or something. Bro, I'm full blast over here. All right. Dude, what's going on, man? How you doing? I suck, I know. We can't hear you. We got to turn... How you doing, man? I'm freezing my ass off in Canada. I don't know I'm supposed to spot the cars, but I have to get two or three hours. That's okay. Ass is okay. You can say... It's ass is okay. Okay, well, you're a piece of ass. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what, what? With the camera, we got to get the camera steady. Well, I'm looking at the floor. What am I looking at here? He's gone. Now we lost him. Here, man. Oh, you're back. Get, get, there you go. We're having a, a tech issue here. We're good. Hey, Vamp, you good, bro? See me. I, can't see you. I saw you, and then I saw the floor. Uh, now we lost you again. I'm looking at a different feed. I'm sorry for anybody watching. We're just having a technical thing here. So we had Vamp. I don't know what's going on either. Let's try and... There he is again. Vamp, chill. We'll get you, brother. Calm down. We got it. Who sees this besides you? Uh, only, oh, basically, probably <laughs> a lot of people. Um, <laughs> I think we may have to try this as a phone call. Hey, Vamp, let's do a phone call, bro. Is that cool? I'm, I'm down, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. All right, sorry, man. Just just sit tight. They'll connect you. Just sit tight. We're working on it. Sorry for anybody who wanted to see Vamp on uh, Skype. We just, you know, had a issue there. So uh, sometimes that happens, you know. It's a modern technology that's not really modern down, you know. So it, sometimes that happens. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, hey, uh, Alex in Staten Island, you're on the Taz Show. How are you guys doing today? Good, buddy. What's up, man? Uh, nothing much. I know... I was going to ask a question, but since you guys are running busy with Vampiro, I'll, I'll just get to it quick. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, have you heard, have you catched up on New Japan lately? I have not. No, catch me up. Well, uh, I there's a big main event for uh, January the 4th, 2017 in Tokyo Dome. It will be Kenny Omega, who obviously won the G1 Climax. Of course, yep, yep, yep. Uh, he defended that opportunity two times, actually, but... Uh, after the second defense, he said he would no longer defend that opportunity. So Kenny Omega is going straight to the main event of uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11, New Japan Pro Wrestling's biggest show of the year for the heavyweight title. That's awesome, dude. That's big. I mean, I, you know, Kenny Omega, he's made the most of everything. Alex, thank you for calling. Made the most of everything once. You know, AJ left everything, and then they started pushing Kenny the way they pushed him. Uh, I think that, that, and that's what you do. You get an opportunity, someone leaves, and now the, the company's going to start using you and pushing you. Now you run with it, and you kick ass with it. And I think that's exactly uh, what we saw, uh, what we see, I should say, Kenny doing. You know, smart. That's how you do business, and that works. So uh, let's see here. We got Colin. We got Colin from uh, the Steel City. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Taz. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, How are you, Captain bud? Oh, I'm good. How about yourself? Good, sir. Talk to me. I just wanted to ask a couple questions. I wanted to see what your thoughts were on sort of how they're using the special effects when uh, they're doing the whole angle between Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. 
What do you think about like the things when he's looking in the mirror and you're seeing like his face shifting and stuff? Uh, I think it's okay. Talking? I think it's okay. You know, I mean, you know, you know, we know we're being worked and it's entertainment. We know all that part, you know. But I think it's okay. I mean, uh, you don't like it. Uh, not that I don't like it. It just sort of with how they're trying to play, how how you say WWE tries to play real and they can't yeah. play real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It sort of doesn't help the effect when they're trying to play real so much, and then you have this Randy Orton Bray Wyatt thing, and then they blatantly show special effects and stuff inside of you know trying to work a real angle and then trying to do the special effects sort of thing right. at the same time. I know, and that's that. You're right, and that's some of the stuff that gets to me sometimes, Colin. But you know, with that angle, I I understand it. You know, because of the, the whole uh, Bray Wyatt and would have done it and yada yada. You know what I mean? So, dude, I appreciate you calling, but. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say one more thing. I wanted to say a uh, belated happy birthday. Goodbye to Captain. We love everything you do. And um, first time, long time. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> Coming to the back door with the first time, long time. Hey, Colin, thank you, buddy. Hey, thank you. Do you mind if I shout out a uh, very good indie promotion in my area? Oh, yeah, sure. Go for it. All right. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Derek and everybody down at RWA. That's Renegade Wrestling. Okay. Uh, they put on a great show once a month. And uh, thank you very much for taking my call. And everybody take care and have a great weekend and everything. You too, Colin. Take care, pal. Thanks for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. How are we looking on uh, Vampire? We're working on getting him on the phone. We having a problem there, too? I think so at the moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we got. Uh, I, there are a couple things I want to talk about. I know a lot of these people are on uh, Facebook Live right now. Uh, you know, I try to communicate with someone, you know, nub on there and see what's going on there. Um, so. Uh, so we got uh, Darren Davies says, uh, where is he? He says, first time, long time, smacking the nuts, peel. <laughs> nice. Well done. Well done. Uh, yeah, well, you know, look, this is, uh, some people are like, well, what happened to Vamp? Well, what happens is, you know, it's, we had a technical issue. I mean, that's what happened. I mean, that happens sometimes. You know, he was, he was here on the f- Skype. We had a problem with it. And, uh, you know, so now we're trying to get him on the phone. So I just asked him if he can come on the phone. He said, yeah. So we're working on that. Oh, by the way, there was something I wanted to mention, too, uh, and I'll talk about it real brief here. Oscar uh, is going to wrestle Mickey James. We, we saw this. This is something normally I bring up early in the show, but uh, this is a big deal. NXT put this out on their Twitter that Oscar that is going to wrestle Mickey James. And you know what? I, I, I don't know if Mickey has locked in and signed or what happened. Um, you know, what, I think it's a great thing. That's the bottom line. I think her, meaning Mickey, coming in, doing business with Oscar. This is someone in Mickey that this is believable big time. And this is the thing with someone like Oscar. She's such a physical worker and is a female that really brings out that Japanese strong style. You know, she does a great job of it. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'll tell you this right now. Um, <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a situation where I think that Mickey can go in there and straight up beat Oscar, and it's believable. That's my point. Tough thing with Oscar is she's so physical, and like I'm saying, you need a woman that can go with her. And I'm not saying that they should do that with Mickey should beat her. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it, it is believable. Okay, look, so we're, we're working on getting, we're going to have, we're going to take a quick break. We'll take a, we're gonna, can we take a two-minute break? Uh, give me one second, I can set it up for you. Okay, we're going to take a two-minute break, and what we're going to do is, other side of break, because we got to connect on a different phone line, so we had a little issue with the phone, too, one of these days, and we'll get Vampiro on, okay? So, uh, be right back, guys. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
All right, we're back here on the Taz Show, uh, fourth quarter. We're going to take a quick impromptu break. Now we're back. We've had some little technical issues. I think when JB was on the show in the studio, he kind of kabukied my, uh, my audio or something, my, my Skype machine. That's what I actually think happened. I think it's JB, Jeremy Boras's fault, that snake. He did something while I was here. Hey, Vamp, you there, buddy? I'm here, bro. Bro, you know, listen, we're on the air, brother. Thanks for coming on. I apologize for all this crap. Hold on, hold on. Listen to me. <laughs> yes. I, I'm going to job you out so bad right oh, now. Oh, come on. Look, man, you've been busting my balls forever. <laughs> I got none but love for you. I've been waiting for this. What? And, and, and you make me get up early. I'm all hyped. All right, all and right. Your sh- and your equipment. Dog, come on, man. Dude, bro, this never happened. Why are you getting hot at me? It never happened before. I'm so sorry, I'm bro. You, I don't know what to tell bro, you. I'm gonna man. put you over like I gotta put you over like no one has in their life. You'll see. Really? Uh-huh. I, I, I'm not used to that. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, how you been? First off, that's more important. I know you're doing big stuff for Lucha, but how's things going? Things are great, man. I, I have a, a whole nother life outside of wrestling um you know i'm really involved with the guardian angels oh wow i know you know who they are yeah i've been in that organization for like 20 years now and uh, i got my krav maga school in canada that's really really doing major business and uh i got back into the wrestling business and life is really good man lucha underground has taken me to another level yeah and uh it's just good right now man it's good to be alive i'm very happy for you that's the the guardian angel deal man i didn't know that that's really badass that's awesome bro seriously you know that's thank you that's nice man that's that's great stuff not good stuff now a lot of you know a lot of fans obviously remember all your success you had in your career you and i came up in the business right around the same time i guess we were kind of both in our wrestling prime around the same time i would think and i remember i never you and i i didn't never worked each other i never met you like when you were kicking ass in, in, in WCW and I was in ECW we never met but I was watching it from afar but I was watching Nitro I'm like this Vampiro dude's badass and um, so why don't you talk a little bit about, about the character and all the success and what inspired it so some that don't know you know what I mean smarten some folks up okay, okay. well I'm going to smarten some folks up to something else first when I saw you come out in ECW and I, just, I, I was watching the TV and I didn't have the sound on and you had your singlet yeah. and, and you were tanned and you were buff and you had the towel around your neck. Yeah. And I was like, man, I've been around the wrestling business since 1984. <laughs> Everybody thinks I started in WCW. I was 17 years into my career by the time I got to WCW. Well, I know you were 17 years into your career, but wow. Yeah, okay. dude. So when I, and, and I always thought to myself, it's almost impossible to come up with something new yeah. at this day and age in the wrestling business. When you came out, not Sabu and not Raven and, and the depressed uh, <laughs> runaway kid uh, gimmick that everybody else has done in the world. Um, and I love Raven. I so, know, I um, know. <laughs> you know, you had Sandman, you had all these guys. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. holy cow, man. And when you came out, I was like, this guy scares me. If I have to work in ECW, because I knew that was kind of on the agenda, yeah. so I don't want to go with that guy, man, because he's going to kick my ass. Brother. You were intimidating and awesome. Thank you, man. I'm really, I'm, di- I'm disappointed that Paul Lee left me hanging. We can talk about that later. Um, because <laughs> oh, I wanted to, uh, I really wanted to work you, man. I really well, did. Same I here, met you bro. that time at that convention. Yeah. And homie, I'm telling you, man, we talked for about two minutes and the advice you gave me 
is the reason I'm having success in Lucha Underground. So that's oh. kind of what I wanted to hit you with. I, did, I didn't expect you to say that. That's interesting. Well, well for those that don't know, I, I was at an appearance uh, months ago, and, and, and Vamp was at the same appearance. It was in the New York area here. And uh, where I was doing my gimmick, he, he you, Vamp, came over and, and introduced, and we talked for literally two minutes. You're right. Uh, I don't remember everything that we talked about, but I know uh, that we, we clicked. You said to me that Vince told you when you go through the curtain, it's not about you anymore. That's right. But the oh, boy's over. I did say that. that. Yes, yes. Yes, you did. Yeah. And I never forgot that. That was the best piece of advice I got. And uh, I took that to the game. And it's where I'm at now because of that advice. So thank you. Oh, wow. Well, no, I, I appreciate you saying that, Vamp. And I, I love what you're doing. And, and Matt Stryker and I go wave back. I'm friends with Matt. I think you and Matt have excellent chemistry. Uh, you bring the credibility. And, and, and so does Matt because he wrestled. But you, you were at a different level. No disrespect to Matt. And I'm just saying, both you guys. Yeah, disrespect, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> both you guys have that, that chemistry that's needed uh, for a wrestling team, announced team. And you guys do. I enjoy listening. And watching what you guys do as you lead us through the broadcast for Lucha Underground, which I got to say, dude, I mean, it's got to be awesome. I mean, uh, for all the years you've been in the business to be part of something like Lucha Underground, which let's be honest, it's different than anything we've seen, the way it's shot, the way the pre-tapes, the vignettes are done, the money that's put into this thing, uh, the talent, how great the talent works. Dude, how cool is it to be part of this thing? It's incredible. It's it's such a you can't can I can't tell you because you can't compare it to anything because right, right. it's so new. Yeah. But every single day, every taping, every rehearsal, every meeting is a different thing because it's growing as we speak, right? Yep. And and I can tell you, and you're going to get this. Some fans might, some boys who are listening to it are going to say, you know, vamps full of whatever. Right. When you go into the dressing room and you've been in the mall just like me, yeah. It's the only time in my whole career where I've seen there's no gossip. There's no stooges. Mm. There's no BS. Wow. It's just a happy place, man. And it's kind of like guys like me, we sit back and we say, okay, something's got to give. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, yeah. it just doesn't. It's a good place. It's awesome. That's the reason it comes out that way on TV. See, because everyone's working together. See, that's huge right yeah, there. Yeah, man. Right. I get you. No I get you. Because, yeah, yeah. dude, during all, you know, the era you and I hit our peak as wrestlers, as you know, bro, it was cutthroat city, man. Everyone was burning everybody. It was bad. I think it still is, isn't it? Unfortunately, I think. That's, I that's think uh, to be frank, I think maybe in WWE, yeah, it is. But I, I, I know my time I had in TNA, it really wasn't like that. TNA actually had its own problems, but the locker room was always really cool. Seriously, uh, uh, I, it was. It was pretty. I mean, cool. I, I, I was in TNA for like three weeks. And uh, I, I just didn't have a good experience, so so that, I, I, can't, I. You were there before me. I think that was. I think I'm talking about like uh, huh. things changed a little bit, and I think that we, especially when they had some money issues, and now everybody was kind of like you know, all in the same boat. Like, oh boy, we're getting paid. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I've I've had those conversations in my life. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we all kind of had yeah, a, wrestlers huddle together as a fraternity, you know. But I yeah, hear well, that when they're starving. When yeah. they're starving, yeah, well, they're buddies. But when the money's on the table, they cut your throat without even thinking about it. And you know that. I do know that, and you're not wrong. You're right, and it sucks. But to hear that about the locker room at Lucha Underground uh, is awesome. That's really cool, man. That really is, because you don't get that. No, you don't. 
You know, and no, I got to tell you, all. even though like the ECW years, bro, like everybody thought it was rainbows and butterflies. Dude, that was a very, we had a very competitive locker room and we all didn't get along. I mean, everybody thought we were all buddies and we weren't. It's just like any locker room. But I, to hear that in, uh, in today's day and age, I do think, bro, I don't know, I'm going to get your opinion. I think the, the, these guys, these younger cats that are in there doing it now, uh, all in all different territories, I think there's a little bit of a different mindset. I think they're, they're a little bit different than the way we came up. You agree or not really? hundred percent. And a lot of it has to do with um, the indie scene is actually where you want to be right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to make a living. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, social media. Yep. Um, you, can't, you can't hide things, man. You can't, you no. can't stooge people out because it's, it's, you get caught. You, you know what I mean? Caught, people yeah. call you right on the spot. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I true. take pride in the fact that I'm in the position that I'm in now. And, you know, I've got group chats on, on WhatsApp and all kind of stuff. I'm in contact with the guys on a daily basis. Hey, nice. how you doing? That's great. And uh, it's taken me like a year to convince the guys I'm not working yet. I, I, I legitimately care about what you're doing and I'm guiding you the best I can. So yeah. I, I, my experience now is just, it's a different thing, man. When we were growing up in the business, dude, forget about it. Now, no. No. if you don't approach it the way I'm approaching it, you're not going to make it. Yeah. And you know, you, you talked about the advice that Vince had given me and I passed on to you about, you know, as an announcer, a, a former wrestler, that's a color commentator. You know, it's not about you. It's about the boys. And I, the other thing I learned too, bro, is like, and, and you, I could tell you already embraced this. It's also without the, the boys and the girls in the ring working, when you're a play-by-play -play or a color commentator, you, there's no company. There's no wrestlers. There's no job. So those are the ones that are bumping. And Vince like, kind of used to explain that to us. Like, that's why you got to embrace. I'm not saying you don't do this. I'm just having a conversation with you. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? Like, that's it's so important that I think some commentators don't think about when it's I, I, me, me. You know, and I know you don't do that, which is really cool. Um, I don't do that because I don't know how to do that. Right. The oh. reason that I'm 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 kind of uh, the the flavor of the month is all because of Matt Stryker. My job is it's like we're in a band, and when the guitar solo comes on, that would be Matt. Right. And I got to keep the rhythm, rhythm section going. How do I do that? I hype the crowd. Right. I say something stupid. I jump right. up and down. Right. So the right. fans at home see how important it is what he's saying because if you don't get it. Yeah. It means nothing what they're doing in the ring. So if, you got to be a team, man. You, you got to be, be a team. If you emasculate the play-by-play -play guy, you cut his balls off, he means nothing, your team means nothing. It's that simple. No. Well, Matt doesn't have any balls. So that's not a problem. <laughs> but um, other than that, we're good, dog. No, no. Yeah, it's true. And You, know, you use that analogy about a band. I, I agree. I, I used to use this analogy. I, like when I worked like with Michael Cole or Mike Tanay or Jim Ross. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like those guys are driving the car. Those guys are driving the car, and I'm riding shotgun, and the audience is in the back seat. That's the analogy I used to use. You know what I mean? Uh, that's I put myself in the back seat, and I put the, the the audience driving the car. Well, I hear you, but How's that? yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. For me, that wouldn't work. Because you got to guide the audience lightly. You're still calling it as a fan, but you're a, a guy who's bumped and won titles and had success. You know, and look, Matt, at, the guy, look at Goodfellas. Yeah. You're going to whack a guy, you sit in the back seat. 
So oh, that's yeah. the dude who's in control, whether oh, you hey. like it or not. Well, that's you the way to look at it. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> that's a good point. I'm saying, like, you know, the play-by-play guy's leading, lead, driving the car, and then, you know, the, the color guy is sitting shotgun. The audience is in the rumble seat in the old-school cars. Remember the rumble seat gimmick? Maybe you don't. But uh, that's really old-school rumble seat. Uh, so listen, well, I remember. Dude, Come on, man. What's wrong with you? I know, I know. <laughs> so look, dude, so you're living up in Canada. Right? Where, whereabouts? What area? Brother. You're not even going to find it on Google Maps, man. This I, is like the X-Files. Do you remember Twin Peaks? Yes, I do, actually. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, that TV show was based on where I live. Oh, my Lord. You're kidding me. <laughs> no, I'm not, dude. It's called Thunder Bay, Ontario, a thousand miles north of Toronto. Wow. Dude, what's his name? Oh, God, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Paul Diamond. Wasn't he from Thunder Bay? You remember Paul Diamond? Apparently, I, I don't know. Don't get hot. I heard that. Why are you getting hot, No, I'm bro? not getting hot. Yeah, you sound a little I'm hot. I'm not getting hot. You sound a little hot. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I don't get hot, baby. All right. No, um, no. It's. I think he I was an- announced from Thunder Bay. I think so. Yeah, but that was because of something else that was going on at that time, and oh, they were okay. trying to draw a house here. I see. I see. I, I, see. I, I will tell you who was from Thunder Bay, who lived here, and who was my mentor and my babysitter in WCW was Roddy Piper. Ah, okay. Well, the legendary, the great, the late great Roddy Piper. He was the man. Uh, yep. So that that was that. That's that's who where your grass, where grassroots come from was Piper. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. In WCW, yeah. Right, 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 right. I hear you. Yeah, those type guys from that era, you know, I got I was broken by a guy from the same era, not the same success that Piper had, Johnny Rods, unpredictable Johnny Rods. And, you know, when you learn, okay. you know what I'm saying, when you learn from those guys from back in the day, that generation that was before our generation, you know, those guys, it was a different mindset. You know, you learn the business yeah. a little different, you know. But I don't even know if these young cats not only don't speak Connie, I don't even really know what Connie is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I talk about it all the time and they're like what is corny and i said well let's search go back and look at the history of our business it came up in the carnival exactly corny exactly is the language baby and they look at me like what are you talking about I'm so, <laughs> you must get a lot of the, uh, the younger guys at lucha maybe come to you for some advice maybe on a promo or something or in-ring work right i'm sure that happens a good amount yeah all day every day that's cool and i take my and, and i take nothing but time good. i'm very fortunate to have that 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 bug that charisma being a musician, being a performer, being a creator, getting involved in punk rock way back in the 70s and hip hop in the, in the early 80s. Um, I saw everything, street level. So I'm very fortunate that the guys, that I have that little special gift to tweak things. And I, get, I empower people. I learned a lot of that from being in the Guardian Angels and, and being a Krav Maga teacher. You have to learn how to teach people. You got to be patient and you got to speak with authority and you got to be credible. So yes, all the things I'm doing in my life has helped me help these kids define their gimmick. That's great. That's great stuff right yeah, there. That's awesome. I know I, back in the day, a couple of years back, I had a, um, this was after uh, this, I was in TNA doing the commentating. I did, I started like a, I tried this deal. Where I had a finishing school. So a place where like, the talent boys would come boys and girls that had like at least five years experience and i'd finish them help them like maybe promos we'd have a ring there show teach them about intensity that the second level stuff bro you know and it yep. was a, a lot of fun to do and i really fa- had to find my patience 
But, you know, it was frustrating when I would see them go out and if they got a dark match with TNA or WWE and they weren't putting that stuff in that I was trying to show them, I wouldn't get hot at them. I'd get disappointed at myself because I felt like I didn't do a job, my job as a teacher. And it, that's the thing I don't think, like, when you help younger talent, I'm sure you know this, if you see them not do it, that's where the patients come in because you sometimes can get mad at yourself, right? You know, because you're competitive and you want them to do well. There's no doubt about that. And I have to have a personal meeting with myself before we start today to make sure that I have everything written down, memorized for each and every single individual because you've got to judge their energy, their mindset, their mood, make sure they're not fighting with their girl or guy, right, right. make sure they're on time, make sure there's no money issues, make sure they had food. You've got to sit back. It's like self-defense. You throw the first preemptive strike because you know you're going to get into a fight. That's not self-defense. You gotta wait till that person reacts, then you do your self-defense. Amen. I take that method to wrestling. I will tell you what I need, I get your feedback, and then I work around that. That's kind of the way I approach things. That's good stuff, bro, yeah. So now what- what, So I'm not just a handsome guy, dude, I'm actually kind of smart. You're very handsome. Yes, yes, you are. I know. And you're very intelligent too, sir. Um, So so, now let me ask you this, bro. So like- (laughs) I love you, man. (laughs) So listen, so with with the whole deal, right, with with Lucha, so uh, you're you're kind of a quasi-Asian too, are you helping with finishes, or like who's doing that stuff? Wait, 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 I was supposed to come to ECW, that jerk off Paul E, and I love him. Like a like a brother, you know what I mean. He's yeah. always been cool with me. Yeah. But I remember when I got fired from WCW, and and it was a pay per view, and he was calling me, and I was watching the pay per view. He says, "You got to get on the plane." I said, what, the, "What are you talking about?" He says, "I need you now. You got to do a run in on Raven, and then Taz is gonna come out." I said, "Paul, I'm in Montreal. The pay per view's on TV now. Where am I gonna do a run?" <laughs> Never heard from him again. Oh, that's. T- <laughs> I gotta tell I gotta tell Bubba that Bubba Ray Dudley I gotta tell Bubba and Tommy Dreamer that story they will pop what you just said okay Tommy Dreamer another pain in the ass House of Hardcore I'm like Tommy you're doing shows around the corner from my house you yeah. and I have never worked every time I see you run up and hug me and say hey Vamp I love you I said well could you answer your phone you're worse than Taz oh, and like yeah. you're doing all these hardcore shows and you don't call me what's wrong with you people oh it's the New York thing bro we all suck um, yeah. I know you the, the Heyman the Heyman story is classic because he's done that. I don't think he meant it, but he does do that. He has a history of doing that years ago. Uh, yeah, he's bro, 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 who are you talking to? <laughs> Come on. But anyway. Yeah, you, hey, you hey, bro, not for nothing, you would have been in that heyday of ECW, dude. You would have been over like Rover, bro. You would have been over. Seriously, big time. Dude, big I, time. I sucked in the ring, and, and it was, I'm oh. thank God that I had good agents. Yeah. I had patient people to guide me. So I'm taking that, yes, in Lucha Underground, I'm an agent, I'm a producer, I have a new role that I can't announce yet until they do. Nice. It's a pretty important role. Good, good, good. But yeah, man, I'm in a good place. Good for you. Congrats, bro. And I appreciate you coming on here. Sorry for all the stuff. Handsome Johnny, the guy Jonathan, that you guys were emailing for, it seems like five weeks, about doing a Skype test. Do you have any message for him, bro? Because I know you were a little hot at him. Well, I wasn't hot. Oh, come on. You were hot. I felt like like a, no, I felt like a 13-year-old girl in high school (laughs) because my friggin' message on my Twitter DM was blowing up from you. And my email was blowing up from him, and I'm like, oh, my God, what's wrong with these two guys? No, but it's no, all good, man. No, no, it's a, you can bury him, bro, because I'm going to fire him after the show. I'm firing him right on the spot. Fire him. That, but even I got a call from Chris to Joseph, and he was like, vamp. 
Taz is driving me nuts. <laughs> that's you call bull. him. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm calling him. He doesn't Dude, answer his phone. That's what do you want me to do? <laughs> Dude, I sent DJ one text. I said, Dude, Brother, vamp, many, vamp disappeared. That's what I said. Don't, no, don't lie. Oh, I'm not how lying. I'm telling you. How many messages did you send me? Oh, you? I spoke. We we had a dialogue. Dude. We were going ah, back and forth. Hey, bro, you got to reply to the email. You didn't reply to the guy's email. Brother, I, I sent you. Oh, oh I am going <laughs> to put this on Twitter after this phone call. That text that I sent you with the photo of the email that I sent that guy. Oh, my God. Hey, don't blame me because my guy c- couldn't get this done. That's not my fault, bro. Don't blame me. Don't get hot at me. Seriously. You know? it, it, it just goes to show that you're working for a great company who has it together. <laughs> CBS Radio, buddy. <laughs> hey, man. Thank you to close by my ass. Oh, I hear you, bro. Listen, listen. I love you. I appreciate you coming on. And uh, you got to come on again, dude. I had a lot of fun. And we'll, once we get that Skype hey, thing fixed, we'll get back. Do you ever get, get back in the ring? No, I'm done, dude. I, I got old numbness in my arm and leg. I had nerve issues from my neck when I messed it up. So yeah, I can't, I, I can't, bro. Do you I can't. ever like do a, do a thing, a run in or something? Nothing, one nothing. thing. It's got a lot of money. It's got to be a lot. It's got to be for a lot, bro. A lot. Bank loads of money. Like tons. Okay, okay. Now you just told a lie. You just told a lie. To <laughs> I'm telling the truth. I'm being honest no, with you. <laughs> no, you're not. Brother, bro, it's I, in your blood. I know. It's never going to get out. I know it's Brother, in me. I know. I know. Now, now, now do me a favor. Yes. Call Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, and what do you want me to do? I have to do a show. Yeah. And that me and you have a little run-in. Okay, first of all. And I do the job for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's on my bucket list, dude. Oh, Don't let me down. Can you, can you do it? I, I can't do it? work. I'm done, bro. He don't have enough money to pay me, Tommy. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. Brother, tell, Tommy, I'll do it for free. Taz, you got to come in and put your finger on my chest. I'll take a 360 ball. <laughs> come on, man. You're the best. You're crazy. Oh, jeez. Look, you're too busy to be dealing with that. You're out in California all the time with Lucha. I got to go, dude. Look, I love you. I appreciate Appreciate you. You're going to come back on again, right? 100%. All right, dude. And we'll make sure we get it right. I'll fire. I'm going to fire all these people. I'm firing everybody when we hang up this phone. I'm telling you that right now. Firing everybody. All right, bro. I would. I hear you, buddy. Listen, thanks again, Vamp. Seriously, all kidding aside, you're great. I have nothing but respect, dude. Mad respect for you, especially God and the Angels, what you're doing there and everything, all your work and your history and with Lucha, obviously. So continued success, my friend. Thanks, homie. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon, all right? Be safe. Take care, man. Bye bye. So there you go, Vampiro. Right there, buried me and my staff. <laughs> but no, nah, he was a great guest. We had a lot of fun. He's a good dude. He's just one of the boys. You know, that's how this goes. Uh, show ran a little late here, guys. I know Facebook love right there. Sorry, guys. I can't. Uh, a lot of people give a thumbs up in faces. We're a little bit delayed, Jones, on there. So a lot of them, that he's, you know, Vamp is like, you know, he wants, people want to see me and Vamp now fight each other. Thanks to Vamp. Uh, so the is, uh, yeah. promotions are being made on Twitter now. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Posters and all that. It's like unbelievable. Like he just tried to book me on my own show. <laughs> so, now that he would come back for. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. That he like, would come well, back. Well, I mean, really, like, well, well, you know, I'm done. I'm like done. You know. But anyway, he's great though. He was a lot of fun uh, and very intelligent guy. You know, I mean, uh, you know, he's he's you can hear the gift of gab and his his uh, entertainment, his success as a wrestler, and what he's doing behind the scenes, helping the younger wrestlers. What Vamp is doing. Excuse me, excuse me, doing, and as a commentator, it's very impressive. So. I respect him for that. And uh, Facebook uh, Live, folks, I'm sorry. No love for you guys. I apologize for that. Just it's been a very heavy, busy show. So on that note, I hope everybody has a sincerely good weekend. And enjoy some college football or baseball, whatever you're doing. And, uh, you know, for... uh, 
Robbie the Viking here. We got Captain Tom running around. I want to thank JB, Jeremy Borash, for coming on the show. It was very nice for stopping in the studio. Thank you, JB. Uh, Handsome Johnny running the muck and the video. Brian, also Vampiro at the end there. Thank you for dealing with our tech issues. I appreciate it. Most importantly, thanks to the audience who watched and listened to the show. I appreciate it. We'll be back Monday. I'm Taz. See ya. Back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal. At this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at To go and pour another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you Back since I was shooting hoops, new issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, know I go for my dreams. I've been on tours and screens.